Hey y'all, Rick Houston here, and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel lock pliers, and they weren't new. They had been been around the block a time or two. Wasn't the first deal they built, I bet. No, no. I think the the pliers had been red before, but paint had worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, a.k.a. Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this this souped up car, and he he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap, cheapo cars, and that, that were really no match. But he thought he was doing pretty good, and then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And as he said, it was a game of chicken, and I was the chicken. And so he ran off the road. And actually, he was the guy who who caught Junior Johnson at his daddy's steal when Junior got tangled up in a a barbed wire fence. So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast, available on YouTube, DailyDownForce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Vault Podcast. Hey there, NASCAR fans. Have you got your copy of the latest edition of NASCAR Pole Position Print Magazine? If not, there's no better time than now to subscribe at PolePositionMag.com. NASCAR Pole Position is the only print magazine covering NASCAR. Officially licensed by NASCAR, NASCAR Pole Position Magazine is published throughout the NASCAR season, and each edition is an instant collector's item backed with great feature stories and photography. The magazine is even mailed to you in a poly bag for those who love to collect NASCAR memorabilia. At PolePositionMag.com, you can even find past issues available to purchase. Get your subscription to NASCAR Pole Position and get great NASCAR content delivered straight to your mailbox throughout the season. Learn more at PolePositionMag.com. That's PolePositionMag.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Darren Gilliam, a.k.a. Black Flags Matter, back for another edition of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast, Season 7 on Black Flags Matter. The return, the big return of uh, this awesome show on this channel. Joining me is our, well, most of our usual panel, myself, Eric Estep, and the Iceberg. Danny B. Talks is currently Danny B. Working. He will join us during the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to put a little little dad joke in there, of course. But, hey, let's get right into it. Daytona. Daytona. The Daytona 500 on a Monday. Um, actually, um, if I'm not mistaken, it, um, that was the third uh, Daytona 500 in history to be ran on a Monday. So we had 2012, uh, 2020, and now 2024. So, uh, hey, 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 um, so um, um, the late Bill France, man, he made a deal with uh, with uh, God or something um, when it came uh, to the uh, Daytona 500 weather because 1959, 2011, not a single rain out. And, and ever since 2012, uh, we've had three. So, but yeah, but let's get into it. Um, I want to start with you, Eric. You were there. Just um, what was the overall atmosphere like, the vibe? You know, just take us through uh, your weekend. I like Milton's comment in the chat. Danny B is still too traumatized from Monday's finish. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, that. to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, well, I was there for most of the weekend. I wasn't unfortunately able to be there on Monday um, afternoon or you know, Monday for the race for the doubleheader, sadly. Um but the whole weekend leading up to it was great. And what I saw Saturday, Sunday, despite the weather, the rock showing up, making appearance and then sticking around until Monday, I was just happy that Monday still seemed to capture a that Daytona 500 spirit, atmosphere, vibe, like huge crowd, some of the dignitaries still there. Um, opening ceremonies were strong, although the Fox broadcast was somewhat abbreviated. It felt like a big deal, a big event, which I was worried being pushed to Monday, it would lose some of that. And it didn't. So that was really exciting. That was really encouraging. Uh, but the vibe all week was, I, I don't know, I feel like it was kind of exciting. It was the start of a new season officially. Uh, I was excited to watch the truck and Xfinity and even ARCA races as much as I was excited to watch the cup race with some of the new drivers in new places, these different storylines to follow. Um, so there's a lot to get into. Um, but the Daytona 500, what I saw leading up to it during the week, and what I saw on TV on Monday, it looked as spectacular as it should. It's the Daytona 500. Yep. And really quick, we'll get into the winner really quick before we get into the, the uh, to the all the other stuff. William Byron, Willie B, who started his career on a computer, and I beat him I, on NASCAR Heat. I beat Hang him the Daytona 500 champion. Hang yes, sir. the yes, sir. banner. Hang yes, the sir. banner. Yes, sir. That just proves 2020 was such a weird year, bro. It really was. But uh, Jared, <laughs> hey, William Byron, Daytona 500 winner. It's got a pretty good ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I like this year not having my playoff bracket be completely busted after race one. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Uh, oh, my God. I see in the chat Jarrett Lundberg representing Goatee Jeff Gordon. Well, uh, <laughs> Jeff Gor uh, Goatee Jeff Gordon isn't real. You can't see him. He's not real. Yeah, no, he didn't exist. <laughs> but as as for the, the Willie B win and, and the 500 itself, I had a ton of fun, though I, I will say I'm biased that I, uh, I'm i not in the usual end-of-the-season negativity space that uh, so many might be in. Uh, <laughs> it seems like that carried over for a lot of people based on what I saw, but I had fun with it. I thought it, I personally thought it was the best super speedway race of the next-gen era. Yeah, no, I really Outside of like Atlanta, that. maybe. I would maybe give you outside of Atlanta's had some bangers last year. 
Yep, certainly the best Daytona 500 of the next-gen era, although we've only had three, but still, hey, pretty good, pretty good, I'd say. I'd say pretty good, but yeah, William Byron, Daytona 500 winner, uh, 24. Um, so that is now, how many 500s for the famous number 24? Five, right? Or four, five? Mm, how how many, many Gordon had? Yeah, how, how many, many did Gordon win? Byron won. And I think Gordon won three, so then four. So yeah, then that's four then. Yeah, it's the so first four. Hendrick Motorsports Daytona 500 win in a decade since your boy... Dale Earnhardt yeah. Jr. Yeah, that's right. On yeah. Late on a Sunday night. It, it's crazy. The year that none of them are on the front row figures yeah. that they win. You know, they save the well, best for last. Hey, wait. You know, I like I like how we look in here at the chat and they're like, how many was it? And the first thing I see is four, <laughs> five, three. I got no oh, idea. <laughs> I got no idea. Oh my gosh. But you know, um, also for Hendrick Motorsports too, um, it was on the 40th anniversary of their first Daytona 500. And Hendrick saying, you know, poster is like, yeah, you know, we we um we didn't feel like we uh we um belong there at all and then you know now look at them 40 years later daytona 500 champions once again but yep. the next part oh good funny go enough i actually have um the die cast somewhere back here of gordon's uh daytona 500 win which is the last win <laughs> in the 500 for the 24. oh uh, yeah that's right yeah. that's right yep and that was your that's the first ever race you watched right like start to finish yeah yeah start yeah. uh flag to flag yeah yeah, yeah, not good times, good times. Well, Sorry. I, I want to talk more about William Byron and that finish because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot about Hendrick Motorsports. I I said this in my post-race video. I feel like Hendrick Motorsports ran a much smarter race than everybody else did, just across the board. Like, all day long, Joey Logano, my pick, led the most laps, looked fierce. Kyle Busch kept getting sent to the rear because of mistakes from his pit crew, but kept driving right back to the front. Your usual suspects like Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski were in the mix, but we didn't talk much about the Hendrick cars until the very end mm -hmm. of stages and the very end of the race, because while everyone, for the most part, was trying to save fuel during the stages, the Hendrick cars took that to the extreme, lagged back, were often in the back of the pack, saving even more fuel, spending less time on pit road, and cycling out to the front in the final laps of each stage. That's how Chase Elliott, I think, was able to win stage one. He was put in position because of that pitch strategy. I think Larson and Elliott were in position at the end of stage two, but got shuffled out at the very end. And then at the end of stage three, that's how Byron, Bowman, L uh, Larson and Elliott were for too far behind. Chastain, another fellow Chevy, was up front. That's how they were able to be in position to take advantage of all the craziness that, sure, Bowman, Byron were partially responsible for. <laughs> but they were in that position because they played the aggressive fuel strategy better, smarter than everybody else. They didn't put on a show from start to finish the way Bush Logano did, but they raced smarter. And I know there's been a lot of controversy this week. We might talk about it, about the aggressive fuel saving and was it entertaining? Is that good racing? Should NASCAR we'll try to, to change it? You know, I, I will just, spoiler alert, I kind of liked having it mainly because it was something the drivers themselves could control. There's so much out of your control at a super speedway. There's so much that's random about a super speedway. Giving the drivers and teams something like this they could actively control and see it pay off for Byron in this case, I like that. I like that that was something they could actually control. So we'll talk more about that. But that was my take on just Byron and Hendrick putting themselves in position to win. Well, yes, sir. I, I think all day Hendrick Motorsports whether it was fuel mileage, whether it was drafting, whatever it was, like they they performed teamwork the best. There was no other team out there, I think, that actually worked together with their team for long periods of time. They tried, but it just it very much reminded me in a very different way of 
2011 Talladega, where, you know, there's mm-hmm. eight cars going for the win. Four of them were Hendrick cars, and they just worked together perfectly all day. They could never replicate that because it just, you, you only can have the same strategy happen, you know, once every whatever couple races, uh, depending on the drafting package. And they just, they figured out everything perfectly right and executed right. Whereas, uh, you know, the two was up there with, with the 22 a bit, but Logano was on his own. Like, Logano did whatever the hell Logano was going to do. Everyone else be damned. Um, I think it was the end of one stage. I can't remember if it was a, if it was one of the Hendrick guys or not, but I remember a lot of different teammates would just leave their teammate out to drive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, Blaney to Cindric at the end of stage two yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm probably thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Halen in the chat just made a good I was, question. I was why about no, to say. Sorry, oh, Darren. No, no, go ahead, go, go, go. He said, he said why no big hat? <laughs> I, yeah, where, I, where was the big hat for Byron? Hey, you know what? You know what? This is a new era. The big hat era is gone. You know what? Ever since the Netflix series came out, he's a he, he's a whole new man. With a Lego Byron hat is. now. Yeah, like well, a hat out of Legos. A big yeah. Lego hat. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But I, hey, maybe it's a uh, retired. You know, you win the Daytona 500, you uh, immediately grow up, I guess. I don't <laughs> I don't know. But no, he's still got a lot of way to go. But um, I pull up to um, I'm kind of a half serious poll. Uh, who really won? LOL, Byron or uh, Bowman and uh, currently 80 percent are going with the uh, with the official race winner, uh, William Byron. But uh, let's talk about that finish really quick. And uh, just the finish here um, leading up to the final lap. OK, so leading up to the final lap there, um, coming to the line. Um, from the looks of it, it looked like um, um, Chastain was about to make a move there. But then as he was making a move, I guess he got tapped by LaJoy, who then, you know, turns um, um, Chastain into um, Austin Cindric. They go for a spin and then boom, immediately, you know, the white flag was already out. Boom, immediately cautions out. And then they go back to the scoring loops, that sort of thing. So obviously the Bowman fans well, are going to feel some type of way. But Well, I do want to make sure because there's been a lot of confusion around this. It's not scoring loops. It's okay. not where were they when the cross line. It was at the moment the yellow okay. light or the caution was triggered. Who was out front using photos and videos? Who was out front? Because it is they've changed it over the years and it changes even mid race, depending on if it's just a caution on lap 30 or if it's the last lap of the race. So I do want to make that clear that it was the moment the caution came out, they used photos and videos to see who was out front. And based on the evidence NASCAR's provided, it looks pretty clear that Byron was out front. I I think the bigger controversy that, you know, no one's maybe people aren't talking about anymore was just, you know, should they have thrown the caution when they did? Were they too slow on the trigger? A lot of folks wanted to see a green flag finish. And to that, I you know, I think NASCAR saw a Chastain and Cindric spin out of the pack, and I think NASCAR hoped they would keep sliding through the grass away from the racing surface so they could just keep it green naturally. It was only when Cindric, I think, started to drift back up in front of traffic that they had to throw the yellow, and at that point, they were past the line. It sucks. It was disappointing. I saw a super chat a moment ago that said that the atmosphere in their watch party went from 100 to zero yeah. because of how the race ended. It does suck that for two years in a row, we get a we get a last lap caution that ends the race two and a half miles early. It sucks, but it's it was the right call. Let me put it this way. We do at the end of the day have to maintain some amount of credibility as a sport. And I think the call last year and this year was correct and made in a, in a decent, in the decently right amount of time. Oh, yeah. I, rules are rules. I think to kind of cover both bases on this, um, I, you know, I am somebody who is all for cutting down the green, white checkers at these super speedways. I'm, I well, I don't like it. I am okay with races ending under yellow. Some you know, not every football game ends with the Minneapolis miracle. Sometimes it's Pat Mahomes taking a knee at the end of a game winning. 
You know, that's yeah, a, that's kind of enough. Once I get yeah. to it, um, I feel like the the entire reason this is a controversy. Uh, I don't think it is now because more people are online chronically like us and and got to see the picture. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think that it, it's a Fox Sports. I think they did much better this year than last year and many previous years. Uh, but if if you're covering the finish like that, you gotta you gotta show why and what the evidence is. And and if NASCAR didn't get it to them, that's on them. But there should be a mm-hmm. camera or something to show that. Yeah, that's a great point. Fox did confuse people because one of the first replays they showed the light was either not the graphic they had was like not perfectly synced up or something. Because uh. the first replay they showed did kind of make it look like Bowman had passed him, and it was like well, okay, okay, but. Yeah, obviously that's Fox, their graphics, not perfectly synced up, not perfectly correct. And that's where I put some of it on Fox for having, you know, let, let me put it this way. If Fox, if you know, like around the same time, they're saying, hey, Byron won the race. If you know that, don't throw up a replay that shows Bowman winning the race. You know what I mean? Like they just, just don't put that even out there because you're only going to cast doubt and questions. So that's, that part's on Fox, but the rest mm-hmm. of it, I would argue is also on NASCAR. Like this is where they should have, you know, a, a Steve O'Donnell or somebody ready to rock rock you ready to call, jump in the booth and explain the finish if needed you know like oh, they should man. have someone in, in that of that stature on standby the same way the nba the nfl let's go to gene steratore gene what did they, you see on their call you know they've done it before too like they've yeah, had guys they like have, i remember they, um um indianapolis 2008 yeah mike but, helton it, like addressed the tire issue yeah and it's not like they're far away I, if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken nascar like the basically they're, their little war room it's right connected next door they're connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right okay. next door. So, yeah. And Chris makes the same point you just did. Mike Helton used to explain things like this sometimes yeah. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that insight. Yeah. No, we definitely need that back for sure. For sure. But, you know, at the end of the day, hey, rules are rules. You know, I'm going to agree with Eric, though. I think, you know, this was a non-troversy, in my opinion. You know, they just simply followed the rules. They took the white, a wreck happened, and then yellow. Boom. Well, That's it. Yeah. So for like my, my post-race streams, I'll have the live leaderboard up. Did you guys see what the margin of victory ended up being at the moment of caution? No, I did not. One thousandth of a second. Six no, one thousandths of a second. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Okay, okay. Uh, wow. Wow. I, wow. I, I do, again, I do wish, I think clarity fixes all of this because i saw even like today like dale jr on his was like complaining about it. And he's like the daytona 500 is going down to the push of a button and i see now a bunch of people using that as their tagline they're using for it <laughs> oh, see other people God. being like every race should yeah. end under green no matter what it's like no no no, no dude this is the clarification more because than yeah because and i and i guess to close out this topic it's like what would be the alternative okay yellow flag and what's gonna happen uh, probably another massive wreck, more massive carnages, and you know the 500 was awesome. I don't need it ruined. Exactly. By all exactly. this other stuff. And like you know, people can argue Byron Bowman aren't deserving winners because they did kind of cause that big crash but with 10 to go that we're about to talk about. But it's the nature they, of the racing, though. Exactly. Yeah. They were. In, I mean, either way, it was going to be a Hendrick car in victory lane. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Ex- like I said earlier, you do still need to maintain some amount of credibility, and if you re rack them, take seven minutes to clean the wreck and then mm-hmm. finally okay we're ready for the it'd probably been 10 minutes finally after 10 minutes of nothing we're ready to restart the race at long last and you get another stack up it turns into the 2020 clash or something or the no. two years ago the xfinity race that never ended at daytona in the summer like 
it just showed the sport just looks like it looks terrible. It would look awful. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd had the big wreck with 10 to go that shook things up, took out some contenders and you had a wreck at the finish. You wish it was truly at the finish if it was going to happen at all. But still, I think when they called it was a fair time to end the race. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, that, before that, though, yeah, we, we finally the had the big one. We finally had the big one. And I was, you know, um, I was watching the race live on, on, on my channel and I was like, wow, like, I think we're gonna go all race without a big one and then two laps later boom big one of course go figure bfm jakes but a 22 car pile up basically a freaking parking lot or as uh people down in uh in uh in london say a uh, a car lot <laughs> there you go a little reference oh. there but yeah <laughs> but uh but no so it was basically a parking lot and you know a lot of a lot of contenders taken out and brad kislowski man i just let me take a moment bro like what What's he got to do, man? Like, it was setting up perfectly. I was like, okay, he's making the right moves at the right time. He knows exactly what to do. Skadoosh gets <laughs> taken out there. So, hey, it's just the nature of the beast. Just the nature. It's just that type of uh, racing, unfortunately, you know? So I'm going to check this really quick um, of how big the crash was. Was it 22 at Daytona, right, when they had the rain wreck? Like, I want to see how many cars were in that because there were oh. 23 cars collected in this crash. And if I'm not mistaken, this might have been the biggest cup crash in almost 20 years. Oh, by the was, way, there I, was it, somewhere. It, I swear I heard a 26 car crash recently. Maybe I'm might wrong. Have, might, yeah. It might have been. But it, I mean, it was it was pretty high up when it came to yeah. the amount of cars collected. I mean, that collected what? Almost 60, you know, somewhere between 50 and 60% of the field mm-hmm. all at once. Yeah. Basically, everyone but Team Hendrick. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad. Oh, and by, the way, by the way, it's called a car park. I'm sorry. So I, I got that wrong. Of course, go figure. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. Um. Uh, oh, yeah. 25 cars, according to the chat in uh, Taldega fall of uh, 2012. So, I mean, oh, yeah, that still, was a big one. Yeah. But still, I mean, like 22 cars. I mean, that's a lot. What there. about There's the, the summer race at Daytona in 14? That had a huge wreck on the back straightaway. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alex just asked that. Yeah. Well, he said oh, yeah. the twenty, the twenty one oh four Coke is, Zero. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm actually looking back through Shocker YouTubers on Racing li- Reference ooh, Live. Ooh, oh, I didn't realize there were only like fourteen cars in that one in twenty two. Damn. I didn't wow. realize that. Wow. Uh, mm, I'll go back and check. What 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 one? Twenty fourteen. Yes, twenty fourteen. Right, I'll go check that right now. Yes. Yes. Indeed. We Coke Zero four hundred or whatever it was called back then. See. But oh, yeah, no, it was. Certainly one of the biggest race racks I've seen. How many? I'm ca- uh, you have to count them. They don't have the number. Oh, oh, got you, got you. He's got to do it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> Suspenseful. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, Whoa. 24, 25, 26. So, That's the 26 oh, I remember. Yeah. There we go. Like, right in that same ballpark. They're all nice. in that ballpark <laughs> together. Because I was like thinking, I'm like, that, that one, and then like 2005 Talladega, and then like this one, because there was like, I think 24 mm-hmm. some cars collected in this thing. Mm-hmm. It was big. It was big. Yeah. I, I definitely felt bad for Logano and Keslowski getting caught up in that because while the Chevys again had played the fuel strategy the best and had the track position, Logano pushed by Brad for the most part. They were thrilling to watch. 2025 to go. Mm-hmm. When they're like the packs are kind of merging, you know, like Logano and Keslowski kind of got separated from some of their teammates and whatnot. But the together. two of them were like slinking through the field, made some yeah. moves. I was like, oh, this is so great. This is so fun to watch. Like old times. Uh, like and it came up just short man i I, that being said uh can we talk also briefly about the crash on lap five that 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keselowski yeah. might have kind of sort of caused at least a little off, bit. First off, freaking Mike Joy just always scaring me. Crash, crash. Yeah, and, on that note, Fox, a lot more energy. Did you guys yeah. rewatch the last lap call? Like when yeah. they all crashed across our finish, they're whoa, taken aback. It wasn't like last year where they kind of just and, like and really in general, shoulders. really in general, just speak on this really quick. Mike Joy, it really felt like his energies picked up a ton. Am I crazy? He was good. I had no issue with the broadcast booth. My only issues were like commercials, yeah, specific yeah. commercials in certain places. But you know, Fox was actually decent overall. Well, I have a theory on on why Ooh. this is compared to last year. A theory, okay. The theory I have is that it, it it all revolves around where in the booth Clint Boyer ranks. Last year, he was the number two man because who was in the booth last year? Wasn't it Tony Stewart? Yeah, he was. The, yeah, it was always yeah. like a a, a, and, a special guest who isn't there every week. You know, and, and to- mm-hmm. Tony, I love him as a driver, great personality. He sucks in the media, and he's not good at, at, at announcing compared to a Kevin Harvick, yeah. who probably got a lot of media training, has also been in the booth a lot in the last couple of years. Harvick was clearly the number two man, and Boyer was on cleanup. And when mm-hmm. Boyer's on cleanup, he's able to keep in the conversation and bounce yeah. with them. It's really good, whereas when Boyer has to do heavy lifting with Mike Joy, it, it, everything's out of whack. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I think that, that was a big part of it. The only other gripe I have with Fox, and I finally saw other people pointing this out on like Twitter and stuff this week, but they got to change. Their their sound mixing has gone down the drain in the past five years. They used yeah. to win Emmys for their yeah. sound design for Crank It Ups. I don't think they've won an Emmy in at least the last few oh, years. Oh, the Crank It Up. Oh, and, gosh. And, and I can see why, because nowadays the crowd audio is mixed out. I can hear Mike Joy breathing every like 20 <laughs> minutes. Like they've just got the, vo- the voices are way too loud compared to what's happening on the track but eric eric first a word from wendy's oh damn uh, it. yeah yeah, Jer- yeah. or D- D- uh, darian insert an ad right here maybe it'll be a wendy's no nah, <laughs> nah, i won't do that to y'all no that was ridiculous that was the longest wendy's ad ever and then on top of that they they played the other full ad after the long Wendy's ad. They played like, three in no a row. No shame. No shame. They, they played like a DJ Khaled thing. Yeah. And then they played like a Daniel Suarez mini golf segment. And then they played an actual Wendy's ad back yeah. to back to back. No with shame. 30 laps to go in the I Daytona know. 500. And the funniest part is I'm watching the feed, but I can still kind of hear some of the broadcasting stuff. And I'm like, are they serious? Like at this point in the race, are y'all kidding me? I, like, come I on. I hate to say this, but I had the choice between Chick Fil A and Wendy's today. Chick Fil A is a better tasting restaurant. I chose Chick Fil A this yeah. morning for my a lot breakfast. A lot I was not, too. <laughs> oh, at the airport and the Orlando airport, Wendy's was the only fast food restaurant in my terminal open for breakfast because I was there early in the morning, oh. and I waited an hour to get a breakfast taco from the place next door because I wasn't going to Wendy's after uh, what they pulled. That that I'm, that was before the race, so I can't. So, I can't. Damn. That was just an omen, I should say. That was <laughs> no, before okay, the race okay. actually <laughs> happened. But now that I'm, I'm thinking back to it, I'm like, damn, that's, I'm glad I waited an hour for I, the other place just, to open. I just realized, <laughs> Darian, I haven't had Wendy's since that night you, me, and John went to the deer park playing football, and I ran oh, into the car. Yeah, Remember that's right. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, like, jumped right into a car that was Yeah, I'm there. like, oh, I'm like, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> haven't had Wendy's since. Subliminal messages Dude. in the wrong way. <laughs> but really quick though, Eric, I thought I thought um I thought um that whole story took place afterwards. I was about no, to say my bad. So- it did take it did take place before, but I guess I just had a feeling that Wendy's was going to pull something yeah. in the final laps of the Daytona 500. Love yeah. having them in the sport as a sponsor. That's yeah. great, but yeah. the timing couldn't have been worse for that yeah. skit. What was that? 
Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on, Fox. But really quick, though, um, uh, really quick, going back to the first crash. Yeah, poor Josevar, poor Burton, unfortunately. You know, Burton yeah. can't catch a break in this race. Jimmy, dude, Jimmy has not finished his oh. four cup start since coming back to the cup series. He is DNF four. I don't know if D maybe not DNF because he did. Yeah, he did make it back out on track, but he's, I guess, been in an incident or finished off the yeah. lead lap in all four races. He didn't complete all started. the laps. Yeah, he didn't complete all the laps. I, I had made a prediction in uh, my preseason predictions video that Jimmy wouldn't finish top 20 in any race. And this was mm -hmm. the one I was mo most worried about in yeah. that prediction. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's, that's unfortunate. I think he will. I think he's going to get a top 20 somewhere. But man, at some point, the uh, like this one wasn't even his fault. Go back to Coda last year. He qualified bad. That maybe was on him. Yeah. But the wreck on lap one, that was not his fault. Even Daytona really, you know, just some point the luck has to break his way. Mm -hmm. I, but getting back to Brad Keselowski, what do you guys make of the BK Nemechek wreck? Because when I first saw it, I said, that's Brad pushing bad again, embarrassing. Yeah. And then I watched the replay and I heard what Harvick said. And I'm like, you know what? They do make a good point. Nemechek was a little awkward. He's a young and experienced driver. I'll I'll put a little bit of the blame on John Hunter. But what did you guys think of that? I, I'm personally, I, I just think it's going to be a racing deal type thing because it, it wasn't an accident where I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely what's his name's fault. You know what I mean? It was just like a little <laughs> bit on both, unfortunately. Yeah, well, it's like th at the end of the race. I didn't see anything Bowman or Byron did obviously wrong. Like he squared him up. I thought pretty well. And if he did go off center at all, it was off center to the right, which is usually better than off center to the mm -hmm. left. I guess Byron maybe was slightly turning the wheel when he got pushed. That's why he got loose. But like the Brad John Hunter one looked worse to me. Yeah. Well, for me, like the Bowman one, it, Bowman always, when he bumped drafts, always manages to be somewhere around or causing a wreck. And even mm. if, and, and I'm not saying like it's his fault or anything, it's just, it always ends up that way. So when it at first happened, I'm like, of course it's Bowman. He wrecked the damn field again. I'm just immediately flashbacks to 2019 Talladega. Um, yeah. But that one, it like, I still think even if it's a dumb push, it's permissible. It's nine to go. You're going for the Daytona 500 sure. lead and there's 30 cars on the lead lap. Can we talk about that for a second? There's 30 cars on the lead lap with nine yeah. to go all within first, a second of each other. Dude, point. shout out to the field, man, because there was the whole narrative that, man, super speedway racing is a crapshoot and it still largely is to an extent, but finally, I feel like we're sort of returning back to the early 2000s racing etiquette type deal I on super speedways finally. I, I don't I don't know maybe somewhat but like the thing for me well, not is, fully yeah. is with Brad is why are we bumping like that off center mm -hmm. if you bump like that five laps into the race and like, that's yeah my and, question and you know what yeah he's the veteran guy so I guess in hindsight he should know better he's racing these next gens a lot longer than John Hunter has I guess you know especially on super speedways so so yeah yeah I can see that point. But yeah, but no, to the uh to the 30 cars on the lead lap though, man. Eric, I want to start off with you, man. Um is the super speedway racing etiquette like just like is it finally like starting to see that major shift we've been waiting for where it's like finally yeah. okay, not a, you know, it's um not a wreck fest every 30 laps, right? Yeah, I mean, mm. It's hard to say. I mean, with this next gen car, you don't see typically as much three wide racing. Um, when you did there with 10 to go, <laughs> it wasn't the third lane that caused the crash, but yeah. there was suddenly a crash. But, and also the Keslowski John Hunter crash happened when they jumped three wide early on. So yeah, maybe that's what it comes down to is just this car. You can bump draft with it, but because everything's kind of the same speed, uh, you're kind of gridlocked. And so 
you don't see as many daring moves made during the race. Also, we can talk about this. All the fuel saving leads to less aggressive moves until the very end. I, I, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, the the end of the Gen 6, we saw some crash fests, but that's partially because with that car and that package, you could make a ton of moves, man. Those cars were so racy. It was almost dangerous how big the runs would be. With this car, the runs have been lessened quite a bit. And so I just think that makes it easier to not get involved in something until you're gunning for it on the last lap. Fine. Yeah, well, I put the poll up. Uh, I asked the I asked the chat was the 2024 Daytona 500 the best next gen super speedway race, and 67 percent so far are saying yes. I'm very surprised. I mean, wow. hey, don't forget about Atlanta though. I mean, last year's Atlanta race though. I mean, yes, it was rain shortened, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I'll put that race a little over this one. This was certainly the best Sp- Daytona 500 at- in the next gen era. Spring no, no Atlanta, yeah, spring Atlanta last year was uh, Keselowski versus Logano towards the yeah. end, right? That was, yeah. a, I, I thought that and was a very. Exciting don't forget race. about the summer one though. The summer one was the best one. I thought the summer one was probably better overall racing, but yeah, it just mm. didn't have the quite the exciting finish. Yeah, exactly. And also, hey, what's the different? Yeah, what's the common uh, denominator? William Byron. Won the uh, summer Atlanta race and now Daytona 500. I was thinking mm-hmm. rain. Oh yeah, rain. rain. Oh yeah, rain too. Rain yeah, too. But- yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, duh. Rain too. <laughs> yeah, can't forget about that. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, appreciate you guys and yeah, the poll concludes and saying 63% thought that was the best super speedway race of the next gen era so far. And over 500 viewers, we are more yes. than halfway to our likes goal, so we can unlock Jarrett's mystery driver segment. I yes, think that's become a fan favorite these last few weeks. Yes, sir. Make sure to lick the like button, but we are making it harder for you guys, though. It was yeah. 300 to start the year, but then we're like, eh, that's too easy. That's yeah. that's easy work. That's light work. So we got to be careful. Y'all. We can't burn through all of Jarrett's uh, mystery drivers too quick. Yeah. So we got to make things. We got to make y'all earn it. We, yeah. So Jarrett has a reason to go home and do extra homework. Yeah, and the way I see it is, I can't lose either way. Either we do do the segment or I'll be the first one all year not to do the segment. Yeah, making history. Can't lose. <laughs> so make sure to look the like button, everybody. 400 likes. Appreciate it, y'all. Um, so one more thing I want to talk about with the Cup Series race. And this was, I don't know why this was like so like controversial to me. To me, this is just a part of racing, just a part of strategy. You know, the fuel mileage and stages. Let's talk about that. Because, you know, for years, the gripe with stages was, oh, it's taken away from the strategy here, but now in a way it's sort of enhancing the strategy to some extent, like, because you had guys slowing down like 175 in packs of 30. I'm like, it was, it was interesting to see like the top five were clearly going full speed. And then the other 30 were just like back there. You know what I mean? Like just like saving fuel there at, um, uh, um, during, uh, some points during uh, stages one and two. So, uh, Jared, I'll start off with you. Um, do you think this helps or hurts the, uh, um, the, um, the overall product? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think people are overreacting. <laughs> like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, that I do agree with about it, yeah. but <laughs> like the, the whole, uh, okay. I swear this is not me. Just, uh, I'm disagreeing with Dale <laughs> Jr. And everything. This whole, let's just make four stages now. Oh, so we can prove the crazy dude from <laughs> Las Vegas, right? Like, no, no. Like the 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 this. If you want to fix it, I think the solution is simple. Just take the cautions away. Have them race both for the stage and the full race. You're not having all that, and, and it's a good enough racing product that we won't have to worry about bunching the field together or mm-hmm. the road course issues. Add that. That's yeah. me. 
Yeah. I think that's I, probably the simplest solution is just removing the stage cautions. But like I said, in my video today, if they just don't do anything, I'm happy with that too. Uh, and I kind of already said my piece earlier, but the way I see it is, would you rather see drivers for about half the stages fuel mileage race, put themselves in position, take something into their own hands and set themselves up for the end? Or would you rather them for those you know, first halves of the stages just ride in a single file line? Because mm -hmm. that's the thing. People are like, oh, I want them going 100% from lap one to lap 200. They've never done that. Yeah. Maybe briefly in like 2019, 2020, because that package was so racy, so good to watch. Maybe they did then. But for the vast majority of our lives watching NASCAR fans, no, nobody's going 100% on lap 12. Mm -hmm. You know, they ride around in a line for a good 50, 60, 80 laps of most Daytona 500. So would you rather see that? Or would you rather see too wide jostling here and there as some drivers try to outsave each other on fuel? I know the drivers hate going half throttle at Daytona, but it was interesting. I, yeah. I agree with Jared on that point. Yeah, I mean, it just adds to, the, I don't know, it, it, it adds to the product for me. Just, I don't know, just seeing all those packs is like, whoa, like now, you know, like, whoa, well, everyone has to save here, you know? The problem is, I, I think people want what they think the 2000s were like. <laughs> like, like the 2000s had single file racing they had strategy yeah. at these tracks they mm -hmm. had crazy packs they had all some handling you know yes mm -hmm. and and people think the 2000s it was oh we had our eight wide nascar racing no the time no that's no. not what it was like and and people need to get this notion out of their head that super speedway racing at its best was always no no it just it wasn't what you think it was it, it really was back and like, watch it it was not the 2004 Daytona 500, that was my first ever race I watched live from start to finish. Like, that's a perfect example. Think of the most famous finish from, like, the early mid, I'd say mid to late 2000s at Talladega. Some of the most famous finishes. But the, the one I think of is Dale Jr. and Jimmy Johnson wrecked with Brian Vickers. And what mm -hmm. happened in that? It was a single file freaking yeah. line. For 10 laps, right? Was yes. it 10 straight it laps? I'm like eight, yeah, it, and it was three <laughs> wide right before that. So yeah. I'm just it, it's 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 getting annoying because it's the same damn people every damn time wanting yeah. the same damn thing and it's like th th what are you watching? This isn't a video I mean, game. For those who want the early 2000s net, I mean like this was kind of it sort of to an extent, right? We're kind of getting a little it's bit of closer. throwback so. It's close yeah. to handling I just, matters. Yeah, well I I'd love to see handling matter even more as the track hopefully ages and maybe yeah. the cars change over or evolve. But what I said earlier I still think is the, what I feel is the most true at least for me is I just like having I like that there's a serious element of the race that the drivers have direct control over cuz so much about super mm. speedways the last 5 10 years has become random. You just you just race in a gridlock three wide pack until someone wipes out half the field and that that it's exciting, but it's it's not you know the most pure form of racing. I like that these talented race car drivers now have something they can actively control, and that's what we saw. That that's why I keep going back to Hendrick. Like every, other drivers could have seen what they were doing after they made it work in stage one and stage two, but they didn't. Mm -hmm. Hendrick and Chastain and some of the Chevys continued to play the fuel strategy game better than everyone else from start to finish, and they paid off for them in the end. I liked seeing that. I liked seeing that strategy component be rewarded in some ways. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. You yeah, are on thoughts. fire there, Jarrett. Chat says Jarrett's on fire with yeah. this. I, I mean, He's I, I think it. you made a lot of good points. I just, He's I, on it. <laughs> I, I don't... If, if fans are going to enjoy this and enjoy this kind of racing, they need to understand what to expect. And that, that mm -hmm. I think the expectations for too many are 
This needs to be the same racing that I saw in my six lap races on NASCAR Thunder 2004. Or on NR 2003. Or on <laughs> racing. And it's just, it, it's real life. Oh my yeah. gosh. Right. Well, all right. Well, great points all around, but that was the Daytona 500. But the other question is how many people watch the Daytona 500? Hmm, how many? Question. Jared? Yes. How many? Oh, I'm sorry, Darian. I, I was right. looking at, I, I forgot that I we're not on Jared's channel. I don't oh, know why. You got it? You got yeah, it, Jared? I'm sure. Okay, okay. All right, all right, cool, cool. Uh, six million, which not the greatest number. Uh, I think we kind of, ex I'm going to yeah, I was hoping, I expected, uh, I expected a, uh, the best ratings in five years, but that was assuming it would go out on a, on a Sunday. Yeah, so. we'll get to mm. that later. We'll get that. I feel like we need to put an asterisk by my uh, mm -hmm. predictions later on, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. It, it, it was still wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to put that in there. <laughs> uh, don't, don't worry. I had a lot wrong, too. Uh, so six million people watched it. Uh, I will go on both sides here. On the negative side, that's just not good. Like, I, I, There's no other way to put it uh, in general when you look at the history of the 500. On the other side, it's a Monday Half of Speed Weeks was wiped out before it because Speed Weeks is four days now. Um, so all any hype you could have had, any hype that had built up the first two, three days, gone. Uh, down 26% from last year's race run on a Sunday. Uh, up 24% from 2021 run somewhat on a Monday. Uh, hmm. Late Sunday night, yeah. yeah. It finished after midnight in the East Coast. And it was, it <laughs> oh, was, it was it cold. Yeah. <laughs> And it was down 14% from the most comparable race in 2020. Uh, something I found of note on that, network television has actually fallen in viewers 15% since that Daytona 500 was run. So, interesting, that's, interesting. That's not, yeah, that's not surprising. Well, and, and that's surprising. down 14% that from then. And that 2020 race also, if I remember the when it started on Sunday, it was about to break some modern NASCAR viewership records, yeah. largely because of who the Grand Marshal was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was, I was, uh, there was some hype built up on Sunday that helped for Monday. Yeah, for sure. I, between that, Darius Rucker, like I got to see and meet so many cool people at that race. It was it was pretty cool. That uh, was. But you you yeah. met Trump? I didn't know that. No, no, Darius Rucker. <laughs> yeah, oh, Rucker. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Trump. No. I, I did not meet the orange man. You didn't meet him. I was like, the way you made it sound, I was like, wait, you were meeting all these people? Holy shit. <laughs> no, wow. no. Um, oh, Darian, who was the rapper that was there that year? Uh, Big Baby Scumbag. Okay. Yeah, Big Baby Scumbag. Yep, yep, yep. He, names. He, he, made the, um, he, is. he made the Dale Earnhardt song. Dale Earnhardt. Uh, really want to okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as for the other stuff, uh, nothing is out for Xfinity yet, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> trucks had 1.057 million up 3% from last year on FS1 and the highest viewed truck race since 2021. Good, Damn. good for them. Yeah. So what's that, what's that say about us? No, <laughs> hey, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> um, the duels had 1.64 million viewers up 7% from last year's duels highest since 2020 and number one sport of the night. Hang the banner. Yay! Who do we go up against? Like what? College basketball? Like, Division two women's basketball. <laughs> hey, have you seen the ratings Caitlin Clark is pulling in? Hey, I'm just saying hey. that's that's oh, actually impressive. Hey, there was Clark a fight. Is like Nebraska State Tech or whatever it was yeah. playing. 
<laughs> no, no, there was a fight between um, I don't know, it was like these two nobody schools, but oh my gosh, they were getting at it that night, bro. Oh my gosh, that went viral too. That that's crazy. Um, but, but yeah, the five hundred beat it, yeah. And then qualifying had eight hundred twenty-one thousand viewers, up three percent year over year. Um, mm. which many of you would know since you watched last Wednesday for our show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our our ratings certainly went up for sure, for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, yes. Yes, but speaking of some other ratings, we went over the TV ratings, but now it's time for the poll, the famous iceberg poll on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. And here were the poll results. 17,000 votes. Damn. Y'all brought the heat. Awesome job, y'all. Thank y'all so much for participating in the famous iceberg poll. But here were the overall poll results. 35% of y'all thought this was a great Daytona 500, 43% thought it was a good one. Um, 50% thought it was um, eh, just average, while 4% thought it was below average, and 3% thought it was bad, with a capital B, leaving a net a, um, a net positive rating of 88% to a net negative rating of 7%. Jared, wow. I have been waiting for this because I remember you were hyping up the uh, one of the comments <laughs> last night, I guess. So what did the people have to say about this race? Side note real quick, Groovy Goose says in the chat, it was Texas A&M Commerce versus yeah. Incarnate Word, who apparently, Bro, I guess, a fight a broke freaking out. Manager, no, a manager got knocked down. He got knocked out. He got put off his feet. I'm like, whoa, Wait, just was, the town manager. Oh, my God. I'm not, I live manager? in Texas. And, yeah, I'm not from, I've never even heard of Texas A&M Commerce. It's just <laughs> a small school. Hey, but it's college basketball. There's a ton what, of was it? Was it men's <laughs> basketball or women's? Yeah, no, men's, men's, men's. Whoa. They were going, oh, they were, yeah. Now, if it were women's, it would definitely go way more viral for sure. You yeah. just you'd have that clip of Cartman going chick fight. Right. Hey. Yeah, I wish. Maybe um, someday. <laughs> okay. Before we get to the gutter one, I was talking about Isaac had the first comment: positive, negative, or meme. I think it'll be positive. I'll go positive. Yeah, I'll be boring. Positive. <clears throat> you hear me crinkling the paper. Yeah, the suspense is killing me. <laughs> Mother Nature, for your unforgivable crimes. Oh, by the way, I'm I'm having to paraphrase this because it was pretty long. Uh, oh. Crimes <laughs> of raining out the 2023 Chicago Street Race, uh, but now also the first two NASCAR races of 2024, and calling uh, causing electrical issues for McDowell supremacy. The Geneva Convention sentences you to cruel punishment. No one. And suffer listening to and reading aloud the audiobook version of the entire NASCAR romance novel collection on oh. loop while playing NASCAR ignition, both nonstop for an entire century. Also, Byron Daytona win. F yeah. There's some positivity at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. That was something. Yeah. Always the romance novels always going to pop up now forever. For yeah. sure. Well, how did mother nature affect McDowell's electrical issues? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Poor McDowell, bro. Just let him let him watch the race with his family. Come on. What are y'all doing? Just let him run to his family. Come on. That car. Every time they went by it, I was like, yeah. they just need to take that thing out back and, and get like a cattle prod and just. End yeah. It already. Seriously. Give it the freaking old yellow treatment. I'm like, what is this? NR 2003. I'm like, this is exactly what happens in NR 2003. There's always some slow car well off the pace. Oh, that's weird. Anyways. All right. <laughs> Comment time sure that right. almost comment time there we go now it's comment time uh luck Ness monster says a classic super speedway nascar race pit stops crashes and great racing throughout i agree yeah yeah austin says that was a great daytona 470 or 497.5 
<laughs> that sounds like a radio <laughs> station. Four ninety-seven point five. Pop the speed. <laughs> the beach. The speed. <laughs> Brought to you by Wendy's. Uh, uh, let's see what else we got. Ooh. Sorta Anonymous says, as a racing fan, this was a good race. As a Chastain fan, I'd rather see Darlington Incident 80,000 times straight with no breaks right in my face than think about how this ended for him. Oh, oh you're so close. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it's, oh man, 80,000 hey, times. Hey, damn, I, 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 I wouldn't do all that. But hey, you know what? He's a diehard fan. <laughs> or he could just not watch it again. <laughs> yeah maybe just maybe just move on it's another week fresh he keeps day watching, keeps watching it to torture himself like i deserve this. pain did. without love pain, pain <laughs> getting up uh jfo says the ending ruined it heck of hack job drivers not heck of a job drivers hack oh. job drivers <laughs> in top equipment ruining it for three quarters of the field Ooh. what well, who's he calling out there? Is he calling out LaJoy, Cindric, uh, Chastain? Byron and Bowman, Byron and Bowman oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. oh, he's going back a few yeah, laps. Ah, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Context clues. I wasn't yeah. prepared. Danny wasn't here to remind me. Damn, if this were the guest the driver segment, oh, you'd win, Eric. You, or you'd win on a bet. This one's a bunch of letters and numbers, so I'm just going to, but it's user than that. So uh, Ooh, user the best probably comments. a bot says yeah. day 2024 daytona 498.75 the a because i because i put up i put up a tweet yesterday i was like yeah hello people are saying like the daytona 475 975 yeah. was good <laughs> uh let's see what else we got here mom 9098 says just so glad to see real racing again oh okay yeah i'm glad you like exciting uh there's another one saying Thanks, Cindric. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, that that um interaction with Cindric and Chastain. That was a that was a good grab by uh, Matt Weaver. I saw that was a good one. Good one. <laughs> N4S videos has a crossed out Joey Logano and says Kyle Larson, 2022 Cup champion. <laughs> his champion. Uh, Talon the name. That's something. Uh, Tell me name. <laughs> I watched on Fubo, and they cut it off as soon as the white flag waved. I was and am beyond bummed out. You didn't miss anything. Um, I think this too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really didn't miss nothing, but damn, they really, they, they were like, nah, that's it. <laughs> um, all right, we're getting, we, we, we had 501 comments, and I'm actually, I've wow. kept scrolling that I, I have gotten down to the gutter ones, if you'd like. Yeah, Let's go ahead. It. Go for it. Uh, cycling Butterbean says NASCAR restrictor plate parade shows our total shit show. Uh, okay. Yeah, some are. Yeah, I not for it. everyone. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like not real racing. <laughs> liked is like. Uh, it just says HMS sucks. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. cut that part out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and the last one, the one from. This dude who I guarantee knowing his comment, this will piss him off. Looks like Brian Stelter, uh, named George. That's George. George. Didn't watch. No longer Ooh. interested. I'd rather watch USEC Midget Racing Sprint Car or Silver oh. Crown Series or World of Outlaws Race. I knew it. Uh, wait, I knew he was going to say that. There's more. Oh, There's more. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and that's just an example of the kind of racing I'd watch. I'm tired of suck and tired of cookie cutter cars 
politics and sports, stupid drama created by the sanction body. Yes, he didn't spell sanctioning right. And more. It's stupid. Watch a Daytona 500 from 40 or 50 years ago. You'll not see the garbage we have now. Enough said. Yeah, you couldn't you, watch a Daytona 500 you 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, he's not from start to finish. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, my God. Yeah, I knew he was going to mention the USAC album. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch real racing. I'm going to watch this. I'm like, hey, that's your cup of tea. All right, it is that's what fine. it is. But why yeah. are you commenting here, bro? What do you, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> what do you want us to say? By the I guess way, he wanted yeah, us to way, react Timmy, to it. <laughs> it's not a bot because I went on his channel. His entire channel is him filming on a fish lens, mowing <laughs> the lawn of golf courses. Oh, oh yeah, it fits the description. It hey, fits the description. A, I guess there's an audience for everything. And seeing, yeah, there is. And seeing how there's not an email address or phone number in this one, I'm not deleting it. Yeah, no, don't <laughs> delete it. Oh, that's funny. That's great. <laughs> oh, is that it? That's it. Yep, that's the poll, and that'll conclude this edition of the famous iceberg poll on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. So, this um the Daytona 500. 2024 edition wasn't the only one to run on a Monday. Actually, the Daytona 500 was a lead-in to what we all know as the greatest series in all of NASCAR, the NASCAR Xfinity Series. And I'm not trolling. I I, I fully mean that 100%. But no, move to a Monday. <sighs> Eric, Austin Hill is uh, basically Dale Earnhardt at this point, right? Am I right? <laughs> I mean, he drives for RCR uh where's he from he's from georgia i guess not quite yeah not quite north carolina but no austin hill third straight february daytona win in a row i looked this up five of his seven xfinity series wins have come on super speedway style tracks so mm -hmm. this is obviously his cup of tea the odds were stacked against him this night you know uh he and his teammate jesse love dominated that first stage but Early in this race, Jesse Love gets knocked out due to a crash. So Austin Hill's got no teammates. In fact, yeah. he has some right front damage himself. They got that silver tape on the right front to hold his car together. Didn't matter. Late in this race, on his own, pretty much, Austin Hill was able to take the lead, held off his former teammate and friendly rival, Sheldon Creed, which could have been some spicy drama. I was hoping for some side-by-side -side action there. Um, no, just well done. I, I mean, yeah, I kind of like how some people were, you know, all that for a William Byron win. All that for a, another Austin Hill. He's inevitable. I compared him uh -huh. to Thanos in my post-race recap because so, he really is. I mean, I can't yeah. can't really hate him. Just great super speedway racer and another whoops, another really fast super speedway car. So really quick, Peter in the chat says, Austin Hill joins Dale Sr. slash Jr. and Tony Stewart as three-peat Xfinity Daytona February winners. That's a very exclusive club. A very that? exclusive club. That's awesome. Wow. So there's more merit to the uh, Dale Earnhardt comparison there, thankfully. But Derek, I picked him. Yeah, I, I knew this was happening. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the fact that he did that against a bunch of drivers who had teammates with them, a bunch of drivers who had less damaged cars. Uh, he's got the best car out there because I think RCR at these tracks is amazing. And he's probably one of the best drafters out there, too. Mm -hmm. And when you give a great drafter a great car, they're going to make magic happen, no matter what. So, I mean, yeah. th that's the way I see it. Yeah. Um, but really quick, um, let's talk about the runner-up really quick. Uh, what does Creed got to do? What does Creed got to do, man? And also, too, like, um, there were some people saying, 
Oh, he took his foot off the gas for the caution. I don't, he I might, mean, he might have, he, he actually might have. Oh. I don't know. I was watching it again today and it was like, kind of, he was holding pretty close. And then all of a sudden he kind of fades for a second oh. and then hold, like, so I, he might have, which I hope he didn't, but and worth, he loses you know, the hill. <laughs> he probably wasn't going to beat him, you know, which is one on one like that, but yeah. yeah, I, he might have, um, no, well, how, really, many se- how many seconds oh. is this for Creed now? Is it eight? Yeah. Eight, 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 eight. And also, too, to make um 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 to add salt to the wound, Eric. During the broadcast, didn't Andy Petrie talk about like I don't know, like him or teamwork or something like that? Something he crazy. Made, he made a comment. Uh, oh, they're you know they're talking about Sheldon Creed or something, and he's like, yeah, new team for Sheldon Creed, and and Andy Petrie, who's RCR's like I don't know competition director yeah. or something. I forget his exact role. Um, Andy Petrie's like going on and on like out of his way to talk about how great a driver Sheldon is how great of a teammate he was to work with how good he and Austin worked together and I'm like like, like I mean that's nice of him to say that you know he could yeah worse if he'd gone out and said something ugly about Sheldon Creed that would have been worse yeah. but I'm sitting here like, just just four months ago yeah. you were yelling at Sheldon Creed you were pissed off you telling him an apology afterwards yeah. for how you treated Sheldon Creed it's just it felt very disingenuous and just awkward that he went so far out of his way to sing Sheldon Creed praises. Yeah. But hey, if they if it's all truly water under the bridge, I mean Creed's in a good place now. Mm-hmm. RCR's in a good place now with Jesse Love. Like it's worked out for both parties. I hope they're truly in a good place. Yeah. But it was really awkward to hear but that j- part. Yeah. Creed, just win, please. We're all rooting for you, bro. But eight, hey, come on, bro. We're rooting for you. Just win. Just win one, baby. Just win, baby. Um but also too um oh yeah, Riley Herps, he did have the lead in hand before the penalty. And the penalty was a restart violation, correct? Yeah, he yeah. laid back on the front row. I don't remember mm. who was the leader. It might have been, was it Anderson or was that the restart? Jordan Anderson was in the lead or is it somebody else? I don't remember, but he laid, mm. Herb's kind of laid back. I haven't watched it a second time to know if, how egregious it really was. In the moment, I remember thinking, oh yeah, he definitely laid back a little, but was it that much that it deserved you know, a race-ending penalty in the closing laps? I'm not so sure, but I also don't know what was said in the driver's meeting. I did. I think I listened to maybe, maybe it was uh, Hamlin or Junior's podcast. I think it was Hamlin's podcast, and he said that, yeah, that was a common thing NASCAR was talking about in driver's meetings this week, so you know, maybe he should have known better, but... At first glance, I thought it was an aggressive call for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Was it Sieg? Oh, I think it was Sieg leading. I knew it was like kind of an dog leading because that's why I was like, he's probably trying to lay back to try and leapfrog yeah. him because he doesn't want to fall behind. Yeah, I think it was uh, <laughs> yeah, Sieg. That makes hey, sense. hey, Will, I am not playing any ads, bro. I have them on manually, so that's all YouTube. I swear to God, <laughs> that is all YouTube for you, bro. Um, Just to um, answer your question. But anyways, um, so another question for the Xfinity race too, Um, a good one. Um. Could the race have been before the Daytona 500? Because I I know there was a jet dryer um, that did wreck <laughs> earlier that day and stuff, but um, all indications show that it was clear. So, Eric, what do you think? I mean, they probably could have. It looked like by maybe one o'clock it was clear. But, you know, if they'd run it at, like, say they start at 1230 or one, you know, the race is going to be at least two, maybe two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. You know, could have been three hours. You just never really know. Like the odds of this race being over by four, you know, or even later were high. So I, I don't have a problem with them. They'd already announced more than 24 hours in advance that, hey, Daytona 500 is at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Holiday weekend, 4 p.m. To change that race again, I think would have hurt 
the the most important race of the weekend's ratings even worse. So I, I don't have a problem with them running it after the fact. But yeah, with the weather clearing up when it did, they probably could have run the Xfinity race earlier in the day and it wouldn't have hurt pre-race ceremonies too much. But I, I can't hold that against NASCAR, really. Yeah. I just want an excuse to talk about the jet dryers. <laughs> Dude, what is yeah, up, what happened there? What's up with that? So, like, it was just one or um, two, correct? Two crash into each other? Okay. Well, that's interesting. Didn't, didn't we have this issue at a track last year, the year before, where a jet dryer slid down the banking and almost crashed or did? This yep. is this is this has happened recently. This isn't like mm-hmm. a fluke. Yeah, deal. It, it happened before. They chat help us help jog our memory really quick. Which chat or it, which track was it? The fact that this has happened so many times that we're forgetting is the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a common occurrence. Common, oh, the man. Juan Pablo puns in the chat are just a little too much. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Oh man. But yeah, no, that was the Xfinity race. Congrats to Austin Hill. Now <laughs> 2020 Talladega, they're saying it happened. Yeah, I knew it was recent. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Got you. So that was the Xfinity race, but <laughs> the truck race. I mean, first things first, I got the winner pick, right? Nick Sanchez, first career truck hey. series victory and amazing comeback because he was involved in the first caution. He yeah, spun he spinning through on the, the grass. backstretch, didn't hit, um, didn't hit a whole lot. Was and the grass the wasn't truck? wet and muddy yet. So that oh, helped yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, that certainly helps out a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what certainly doesn't help out is a flat out wreck fest. 12 cautions sets a new Daytona track record for the series. Uh, the previous one was what, 10? I believe, yeah. So, uh, it was a, 10 or 11, yeah. They broke it. Oh, well, whatever it was, damn. Whatever it was, they broke it. They broke it. No problem. Oh, my gosh, man. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a funny little poll we got here. So, I want to ask you all a question, too. Um, Jared, you just uploaded a video on the truck series. I haven't had the chance to watch it yet. I'm, you don't have to spoil it a whole lot. But, I mean, with this question, I'm... I mean, where does the series go at this point? Because at this point, nobody takes it serious. Well, I, I wanted like. to share something with you guys really quick. Oh, I, I want to put go it up on screen. I talked Sharing about is it. caring. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I talked about it earlier. Um, so let me let me get it pulled up here. But there's um, there's a bit of a of a trend going on here. We here we go. Uh, we got it now. This is a a chart of caution laps and caution laps like percent over a season and back in 2017 started the stage break era 22 percent of the truck season was run under caution last year almost 30 percent was uh 766 laps were run under caution back in 2017 last year 959 were wow uh, and there were less laps last year. So there's, there's like, we've talked about like what happened to the truck series, all this, yada, yada, yada. There's actual statistical evidence. It's getting sloppier and it's not yeah. because of stages <laughs> because like I see people, Oh, it's all because of the stages. That's why it's been, no, no, this is since stages like 2017, 18, it was low 22%. Not too bad. Like, look at so- that. So Danny made a point. I think he made it in our group chat and it got me thinking oh, yeah. for a moment. Um, he's not here to, to explain it himself, but I think there's some merit to his argument. Uh, and I hate to throw Arca under the bus, although they didn't have a great race this weekend either. But look at many of the drivers who are up front late in this truck series race. It was 
It was your Nick Sanchez, Nick Sanchez, a recent ARCA driver, Raja Karuth, a recent ARCA driver, Tony Breidinger, recent ARCA driver. We've for several years now discussed how there's not much respect in ARCA these days. A lot of these young kids are racing in over their heads, not really learning the rules of the roads. They're not getting really great experience. And you look at the truck lineup now and it's ARCA from two years ago, three years ago. And we know they didn't develop good habits over there. So they're bringing those bad habits to the truck series. You know, again, on Friday night, Corey LaJoy, a veteran, I think was responsible for at least one, maybe one and a half crashes. So it's not just the young guys, but the young drivers and the bad habits they've learned in the lower ranks coming into trucks, I think are why that stat you just showed, Jarrett, is so alarming the past two or three years. The number of wrecks, cautions have jumped very recently. And I think it's just bad habits being learned in other series before you get to trucks. Yeah. That's just the, that's the way it is. It and, like- and uh, who was it? Was it Bubba? Who I, I forget who made the point. I think Bubba made a point this weekend on Twitter as well about, you know, Oh man, I have to go back and look what year did NASCAR start severely limiting the number of races cup guys could go down and do was uh, it 2020 or was it earlier than that? Because if it was around 2020, then that's another point to back that data up. Mm-hmm is that the lack of Kyle Bush's in the series, the lack of Kevin Harvick's and Joey Logano's in the series, the lack of veterans to kind of show the young drivers how to do it could also be exacerbating this problem. I'd have to look yeah. at the exact numbers. The chat saying it was 2017. Okay, so it goes back a little further. Yeah, and that's Let's a great still, point, might, though. There's something there. I think Bubba was right when he pointed that out. Yeah, and that's a great point, Eric, because, I mean, we've had guys like Ryan Vargas on, and they always say, like, yeah, we want Cup guys racing with us because it makes us better. And in a lot of ways, and and one of them is the driving etiquette to some degree. So, so yeah, no, great point. Great point. Another thing is, there's not one big fix. Like, no, no. You know, you can put the cup guys in there, and they're going to kick all their asses, and everyone will be bored again, and we have the same problem we had ten years ago. But they'll keep them in line. You could have old people come in. You could have old 40, 50 year old drivers come back down, but. Most of them now that retired, they went out. They're done. They'll do their own thing and maybe come for a one-off. So, like, th- I think that's the big problem. You have you have a cultural shift too that you know, between stages will keep them together. Like, so we know that we we are we are keeping that chance of the cars being together. There's not really many long runs that happen in trucks anymore. And you got a bunch of. For me, I think the. The truck series shows you have a bunch of young drivers in this playoff high pressure situation, pressure cooker, but you've turned this into a, deven- a developmental series way more than it ever had been before, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't even know if getting rid of the playoffs is necessarily the way to go because you're just going to have the same thing. They'll go there and age cap people brought in that as that and as an idea. Well, then it's just going to move this shit to cup and Xfinity because if you do have an age cap here, but not there. They're just going to go to wherever daddy's money puts him in. So Jesse Love, I mean, not saying he has a bunch of daddy's money, but Jesse Love bypassed the trucks entirely. And he's like 18, 19 years old in Xfinity this year. Yeah. 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 There's no easy fix. And I think that's that's the hard part about this whole thing is you can put all these things in place. You can put new rules. You can let the cup guys back in. But the cultural shift of driving and the drivers over the last 10, five years or so, it is massively different. And I don't think you can put the toothpaste back in. Yeah. 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 I, I just, the tr- like to your point though, Jarrett, the truck series has become a developmental series and that wasn't 
initially its intention it wasn't it was the hornet days and the skinners the short tracks short tracks now it's you you got matt crafton but and then you got you know even well johnny sauter raced this weekend but he's not a i don't Mm -hmm. think he's full-time or a regular anymore no no nowhere near where he was and and, no and sauter's been a hothead in recent years as well he got suspended a few (laughs) years back you know matt crafton tried attempted murder on nick sanchez last year (laughs) that's right oh my god yeah i forgot about so that that that's your veterans in the truck series are children themselves this this is a terrible situation (laughs) and and i'll bring up another thing is is you know, short tracks, yeah, I think that would have worked like five years ago, making it a short track series or primarily a smaller track series. But now you're having a bunch of inexperienced drivers mm-hmm. you go to short tracks. You're just putting them all closer together. Yeah. yeah. Like, and this also this, anything. And also this type of stuff happens on short tracks. Not as much, but it does happen. It does. Well, happen. Phoenix is. Yeah. Phoenix was basically a short track and it came down to championship contenders wrecking each other, Oof. maybe on purpose. Like that's that's the etiquette mm. that we're at in the yeah. truck series. It, there's no quick fix for it, unfortunately. It's going to have to take several years of cultural changes. And I think I think a great point Bubba made that we just talked about is the lack of mature, respectable veteran drivers in the series has really exacerbated the problem. Man. And we'll kind of get back to Bubba in a moment here, but really quick before we, oh, well, well, uh, it was there, but I'll um, talk about it really quick. Um, 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 the, uh, the trucks seemed really unstable at uh, some parts during the race, but um, there were Matt a handful. T- yeah, yeah, but um, former driver Matt Tift, um, he had uh, 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 replied to my question about that, um, answering um, his um, his answer was yes and yes, but they also um, are being way more aggressive with hits and side-by-side um, drafts in bad spots. My question was, these trucks handling a lot worse or is it just a skill issue? So he was like, yes and yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think it's, but that's a good point. I think it's both a little that bit. That was great. That was a great point. That was a great point. Yeah. But now... <sighs> To the drama, which it, it shouldn't have even been drama in the first place, but oh my gosh! So let's get into it. So Bubba Wallace, you know, we'll we'll. So first off, um, props to Raja, top five finish. However, though the way he got the top five, very controversial because you know he makes one move, one bad bump, boom, everyone gets sent. Um, uh, one of the Gray brothers uh, ends up flipping. Uh, Taylor, I believe. Um, ended up flipping uh, in the 17 Toyota truck. Um, and then afterwards, um, Fox caught a very interesting scene at first. Um, you know, Bubba Wallace and um, Raja looked like they were talking there for a moment. And, you know, Raja was about to dap him up there. He had his hand out. And Bubba was sort of like, dude, like, dude, and he's kind of like looking. I'm like, did you not see what you just did? Like, you know, type deal or whatever. And then it just completely cut away. So then you go on Twitter, oh, oh, what's going on here? And then everyone's speculating. And then up front, I'm like, they probably he probably just talked to him about the incident was like hey do better and then they dapped each other up and what do you know that is exactly what happened after noah lewis released the full clip there so i i I don't know jared what are your thoughts on this deal just again just more unnecessary drama in my opinion i I agree um but i i like that raja gets tough love you Mm -hmm. know that he's i agree like he gets treated by his mentor like anyone would. And I like that about him. And and what I like about him too is he generally generally keeps it uh I'd say pr- pretty he doesn't go all out and crazy about stuff the way a lot of young drivers do. He doesn't go straight to mm-hmm. the media. He does want to talk to the people he wronged. I guarantee he's probably done it at this point. Um I saw him do that at Kansas in uh May last year. And I talked to him after and and, and he was calm. You know, he he was calm and they the two of them 
from what I could tell, talked it out, and I don't think had a problem since. I believe it was Ty Majeski. Uh so I, I don't I don't think this is as big a deal as social media wants to overreact and make it again. But I do think it's good that Bubba Wallace being his mentor going out there and acting that mentor role that so many of these drivers aren't going to be getting from somebody else. Exactly. Well, that, to our just most recent conversation, uh, you know, Bubba's not like the most accomplished veteran driver or anything, but he is a veteran driver. And there he was holding Raja accountable because I actually kind of agree with, um, let me see, where was it? I just saw it. Oh, gosh. Oh, Dirty Def. Yeah, I agree with Dirty Def's point is Raja, because I was standing right there. I was standing 15 feet away from them during this whole conversation. Raja did seem even afterwards talking to the media a little nonchalant about the whole deal. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I hate it for my guys. I hate it for those guys. But, you know, happy that we got a good finish. He was just giving very corporate NASCAR answers. And, you know, deep down, I'm sure it bothers him. But maybe at first that wasn't clear. And I think Bubba was letting him know that, hey, I'm glad you got a top five mm-hmm. finish. That's great. But you shouldn't be proud of how it happened. And I do hope that got through to Raja. If for some reason Raja was completely nonchalant about it, yeah, cause direct, who cares? You know, I hope it got through to him that, oh, no, that's not okay. Because that's the problem. We don't have enough veterans telling these truck series drivers that wrecking people like that, you know, isn't okay. Like, you know, drivers are just all selfish, looking out for their own finish. Whatever happens, happens. And Bubba telling Raja that's not okay is a good thing. And I'll give Bubba kind of what you just said, Jared. I'll give him some credit. He didn't. He wasn't trying to make a scene. He was dressed in very plain clothes. He had a big hood up. You could barely tell it was him at first. It took me a second. I was like, oh, that's Bubba Wallace talking to Raja. He wasn't trying to make yeah. it clear that he wasn't super animated. The opposite of what like Andy Petrie did with Sheldon Creed last year. You know, he, he was trying to keep it between them as much as he possibly mm-hmm. could. I at least respect that. Naturally, there are going to be cameras there. There are more cameras around Raja's truck than anyone else on the grid. So naturally, people were going to pick it up. But yeah, I think the message he ultimately delivered was, a good one it's one raja needed to hear yeah yeah and he'll learn he'll, he will get better from this he will get better but hey props to him top five still got a long way to go let's see how he performs the rest of the season and also most importantly um shout out to nick sanchez a nascar truck series winner yeah i don't want to gloss over that he had a good year yeah. last season despite not winning i think he made the round of eight um mm-hmm. he he's he's absolutely a championship four threat this year so i'm glad he was able to start the year off strong and mm-hmm. for sure he's got a good advantage because he can now go mm-hmm. race and just go all out for wins not have to worry at all about points because i'm assuming part. he'll be doing good enough to make it if there's yeah. a bunch of winners which I'm, i don't think there will be mm-hmm. that many I'm sure he'll still points race a bit because you do want to get a better regular season finish. That's there's points that come with that. But but no, you're right. There's he can race with no pressure. Like so that that does help a young driver. That's great. Indeed. Indeed. Let's see if it leads him to a truck series championship. I I've returned from my darkness of despair from Alex Bowman's robbery. Yeah, talk about that really quick, bro. You okay? You doing well? You doing I, I, know, I know, for real. If, if y'all watched the skit yesterday, I had a lot of fun making that one. But no, William Byron clearly won that one. Yeah, mm. yeah, he won that fair and square. So so no conspiracies, nothing like that? No, there, there's no tin foil hats on oh, over here. Man. Oh, man. He's made man. it to the final stage of, of grief. He's accepted the result. If he wanted such a hack, he would have won that race. <laughs> well, I spoke too soon. He's still in the As, anger and blaming so, so, stage. Uh, so, <laughs> In all reality, Danny B has a great job, and I barely get to see my coworkers from California, so had to go out and, and, and smooth Danico a little bit. Uh, I am going to have you all on. I'm going to mute my microphone, but I'm going to be here, and then we'll get back into it when I get home. 
Can All I right, yes, sir. Drive yes, sir. safe, Danny. Drive we safe, don't want to bro. see a car crash uh, live on YouTube. That would not no, be Eric, no, 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 bro, bro. I'm just saying. Like, don't scare like this. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. Keep the phone down and out of the way. Just, you listen. Okay, don't watch. Okay. I'm stopping the video. So you <laughs> can't see me staring at you the whole time while I'm driving. And I'm also going to mute the microphone because I think my truck will be too loud. All, All right, right. Got you. We'll Thank drive you. safe, Danny. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Damn, Eric, you trying to get Danny on live nah, he, or something? He's going to like he's gonna watch the stream. Like, I'm just looking out for him. I just don't want him to do anything he'll regret. I'm just, just trying to be safe. Oh, man. No, no, no. Safety first. Safety first all day. For sure. For sure. And speaking of safety, you know, they say when a certain thing is uh, coming, you have to um, go indoors and fucking around on the NASCAR weekly podcast. Shelter in place. Yeah, for real. it. <laughs> What do we have on tap this evening? A for effort on that. Um, <laughs> B minus execution. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, on, on a more serious note, we do want to wish the best for Chris Hacker, uh, who was involved in a car accident over the weekend. He was hit head on by a semi truck. Uh, he had emergency surgery and is expected to make a full recovery. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so, I saw a photo of him either standing or walking out of the hospital, I think, earlier today. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the Spotify crowd. I, I put up a poll after our little speed weekday weekend, you name it, fiasco <laughs> of what they thought Daytona's lead up week should be called. And uh, 9% want it speed weekend. Uh, 15% want speed days. Uh, 21% are old school speed weeks and 55% say rebranded to speed week. Mm. All I know is Advent Health is going to sponsor that thing yep. for the next like decade. No matter what it's called. <laughs> uh, then the teams have also hired a leading antitrust lawyer to represent them against NASCAR and charter negotiations. There was a little bit of talk about that. They tried, I believe 15 team owners tried to meet with NASCAR and... NASCAR basically said, nah, we're good. Can you uh, picture that? Apparently at Daytona, there was a room with Roger Penske, Joe Gibbs, Rick Hendrick, Denny Hamlin, Michael Jordan, and ooh. they asked Jim France to show up and he didn't show. That's wild. Imagine standing up that crowd wow. with balls on Jim that France. Does, and hey, and it also proves, hey, NASCAR, they've been doing their way of business for forever. So mm, just saying, true. just saying, this is what they got to deal with. So good luck to them. Someone who will show up is Pitbull next year for Daytona. Yeah, at least we know Ooh. that. Yay. We'll try again. Yep. <laughs> um, as uh, old DJ Khaled would say, another one. Another one. Another one. A uh, little bit extra news. Front Row Motorsports has expanded their relationship with Ford Performance. And mm. uh, they're going to have a deeper technical alliance with Team Penske. They're now a Tier 1 key team for Ford as an OEM. Mm. And we, 20, saw that full, we saw that full display on Wednesday night, getting the uh, fit starting yeah. on the outside front row for the Daytona 500. Yep. Yeah. Supremacy intensifies. Yes, indeed. A uh, couple more things here. Tony Bridinger will have cardboard cutouts of her featured across every Canes in America through April. Hey, I hope they don't Love roast that. me on. Hope, hopefully, they don't roast me on national TV. Hopefully, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Uh, there will be a third RCR car run in seven races this year, according to Door Bumper Clear. Okay. Third RCR. It's got to be Brody Kostecki, right? Didn't, isn't he yeah. like, didn't he lose his supercars ride he, or some weird disagreement there right yeah, before the season started? He's, he's currently not racing at the moment. I would I imagine guess. it's him, but maybe not. Who knows? 
Uh, Steve Phelps on the schedule said that he would be surprised if there were not races in 2025 in Canada and Mexico and Southern California. That's Ooh. tall at task. So that's that's a very tall task. That would imply three tracks likely not currently on the schedule will be on next year's schedule because yeah. they're not going to do Auto Club Speedway. They're probably not going to do the Coliseum again. So mm-hmm. you're talking about Montreal probably, either Mexico City or, or uh, Guadalajara. And what, Long Beach? What are we talking about for Southern California? Ooh. What's the plan there? Long Beach. That'd be interesting. Oh. I don't That'd even know. Can cup cars even fit around that place? Hey, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, and then a reminder next week, we're on my channel. Yes. Woo. Woo. Look at that photo. That's a, that's an old picture, but you still look good. It looks that yeah. you, you've, 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 you haven't aged over the years, Jarrett. That's just, yeah. that's a beautiful thing. My, my fiance took that one. So, oh yeah, I need, I need to make sure to keep that. If I screw up, Hey, I still, you good photographer. You're a good photographer. <laughs> yeah. Still the best. Man, right, right, you're right. the best. Um, yeah. But in the immediate future, February 28th, Wednesday, my channel, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Going to be a lot of fun. Yes, sir. Indeed. And that'll conclude this edition of the Famous Lightning Round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. And now, back to the show. And immediately, like Jarrett was uh, hyping up earlier, it is time for the accountability session. And I'm looking at the standings and what? Are these standings real, bro? Am I really P1, bro? What? So I'm two of five in my uh, predictions so far. I'll show it up up on screen really quick. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, And then read off what you guys did. I have everything that we got right and wrong. (laughs) Ready to go. Oh, my gosh. Because we keep track of how bad we are at predictions. Yes, sir. Um, So first off, where is it at? Predict... you want the points or the accountability session? How about how about we do the accountability first? Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's start with me. For me, I predicted at least one crown jewel would be delayed by rain, and Daytona was. Oh, man. No, that's a good uh, one. <laughs> I also um, thought there'd be an overtime attempt. That's uh, yeah. shocking. Almost got it. You're Almost. three seconds too slow on the button. <laughs> yeah. <Over>. Eric. <laughs> oh, God. You predicted there'd be a Malcolm in the Middle reference or joke. <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. That was all you got right. Damn it. <laughs> uh, you also predicted NASCAR full speed season two would be announced before the 2024 Daytona 500. It was uh, not officially announced. Oh, no. <laughs> it's close. I was close on that one. BJ McLeod would make the, da- the Daytona 500 and Jimmy oh, wouldn't. I- I was so close uh, on both of those too. Damn it! I was literally yeah. inches away from getting both of those right. Oh, so and that the 2024 Daytona 500 would have the highest TV viewership in five years. <laughs> oh my gosh! If only it hadn't rained out. The trucks duels qualifying were all up this year. Oh, oh no, man. Jared, I you and I were so I close. Miss the 500. I I, I miss I miss uh road. Oh yeah yeah. Because yeah, Darian yeah. predicted that Jimmy would make it. Mm, that's a layup. <laughs> layup. Yeah, it's a pre- fair. And he predicted that the Daytona 500 would have 10 or less cautions. It had five. Oh, let's go. Yeah, he let's was a little go. wrong in Haley Deacon, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought that she'd get a top 10. Uh, she didn't get a chance, bro. <laughs> she, she wrecked in the line. Like It wasn't even her fault, neither. Oh, man. Poor, poor, poor and darling. <laughs> Danny. Unfortunately, it's a bloodbath. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh my god. Drive, Danny, drive. Drive, drive. Danny came in with the mic there through the Kane's drive through. 
steady, steady on the road. Um, <laughs> Wait, is it really that bad what yeah. I have you? I, I'll yeah. take a box combo with an extra toast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you like fries with that? You want to like... on both sides, Eric? You sound like Charlie Brown's <laughs> grandma. You know it. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, man. Is it All okay right. if I pay in check? <laughs> Cashier check. Right, can I, I, I pay in Kane's cash? <laughs> that thing? I no, don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> Go ahead, Jared. What do we got, though? We're doing next. All right. Uh, Danny said Carson Hosevar would cause a crash in the duel that would take one of the drivers trying to race their way in out. That's yeah. such a specific prediction. Yeah. <laughs> uh. He said Austin Hill would lead the most laps. He did not. Wow. I'm actually shocked he got that one wrong. I guess Jesse Love ate up a lot of the laps early on. And yeah. he said Frankie Muniz would be a top five in the top five at some point during the Xfinity race. Damn. Yeah. Dude, I love this accountability oh. session graphics you got, too. You got them listed in bold colors, too. Like, yep, you said this, this, and that. You ain't letting us forget. I love that. Darian, love give that. us the standings. Oh, yes. So the standings. I, hey, at least I'm leading something. I'm leading in something, right? So currently, I am P1 at 40% because I have um, I have uh, guessed two of um, two of five uh, uh, correctly. Uh, Jared is uh, one of three for 33% in P2. And P3 is uh, Eric with um, 20%, uh, one of five. And then Danny B talks in less. Oh, and three. Zero percent. Hey, that kind of looks like the uh, Tennessee Titans record a little bit. Oh, and no, no, no. They won a few games, right? Damn. They won a few games, right? No, no. More looks more like. If Vanderbilt I didn't sound right. like a Kane's drafter, I'd say something really <laughs> worse than this. Don't worry. You can come when um when you get home. You can. Don't worry. But yeah, but no. Those are the standings at the moment for sure. Oh my gosh. So do we have to make more predictions this week? Yeah. I yeah. gotta prepare. I only have two. All right. I'll, I'll think of a third one. You guys start. All right, uh, Jer um, oh wait, since I'm host, do I start since I'm hosting or Darian? The order's on the itinerary. You just gotta read. Oh, it. there it is. Oh my gosh! All right, I didn't see the pick order. I'm sorry. Okay, so I do go first. I do go first. Shocker. All right, so um, my first prediction for Atlanta, Atlanta, this weekend's Cup Series race at Atlanta will also have ten or less cautions. Hmm. The, the can cup we, race? Wait, which race? The cup race? The cup race. Can we go okay. two weeks in a row? Can we go two in a row? Yeah, let's find out. All right. <clears throat> I should probably put the light goal back up since I think we are close. Oh, yes. Yep. Uh, come on, guys. Almost less than 50. Lick the like button, y'all. Oh, I've got a good prediction. Okay, I'm ready for mine. But there, I, who's good? Yeah, go, Jarrett. <laughs> there will be 1,000 or more laps of caution in the 2024 Truck Series season. Oh, what last year was like 900 and something? 959. Oh, that's bold. Well, they're off to a good start. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, my first prediction, uh, also truck series related. The truck series race will have the most cautions or will have more cautions than the Xfinity or Cup race this weekend, despite fewer laps. And then I don't know if we got it. Okay. I'm checking in from Kane's here. (laughs) I'm going to actually go opposite of Eric. I'm going to give the truck series a redemption week and say that actually they will have the fewest cautions. Oh, I'm going to regret this one. <laughs> You're already regretting it. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Next okay. round. All right. So for this one, for this one. Okay. All right. I got this. I got this. Daniel Suarez will be in contention for the win 
on the final lap. Uh, well, we did trucks. Let's do Xfinity. Natalie Decker will have more laps led this season in the Xfinity series than Haley Deegan. Oh, she led seven at Daytona. I think that's all she needs this year. Oh, damn. That might be enough to do it, actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. (laughs) Uh, My prediction, another one for this weekend. I think Brad Keselowski or Corey LaJoy will bump someone leading to a wreck. (laughs) <laughs> Danny I will say that Ford will not win any of the races this weekend oh no Ford wins alright I like All that right. one alright for the last one I was just putting mine down in the itinerary okay we're good for the last one alright last one Atlanta I, I have to remember I don't just have to do cup here now um okay okay sheldon creed will get his ninth top um his ninth runner-up finish in a row <laughs> that's a specific one if you get yeah. that one right i'll give you a oh, round of applause yeah, that's funny she- that should count as five not playing no creed will get his ninth uh yeah runner-up finish um in his career all right um so nascar goes on prime next year and Prime has a lot of shows that uh, I like to watch. And I think that one of these two that I watch will be featured on any car leading up either in 2024 or 2025 in, one, in either of the, these seasons. Um, I think that either The Boys or Has Been Hotel will be on a car by the end of the 2025 season. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I hope this one's allowed. We're going to get a little meta here, but I know we're only about 30 or so likes away from hitting our 400 like goal. I'm going to challenge the chat. My final prediction, we won't get to 550 likes tonight. Oh, we won't get to five. I don't think you can do it, chat. I don't think you're organized. It's not going to happen. Hey, chat. Come on, y'all. So that's a new goal. Get to 400 first. Get his completion percentage (laughs) up. I, I, you know, you never know. We got 500 plus people watching. Yeah, yeah I call, like, call like, you Kirk Cousins. You're you're checking down on a fourth and eight. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Hey, maybe not this, the playoffs, though. <laughs> hey, maybe this rallies the troops. Let's. We'll find out who the real fans are. Well, thank y'all, bro. Come on, y'all. Come on. I've been stressing about this all night. Let's go. Let's go. Make your dreams come true. 400 likes. Make sure to lick the like button. I'll, I'll yeah. lower it to 500. Just make it an even 500. I don't think you'll get all to 500 right. likes. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not buying it tonight. By the chat. end of the show. By the end of the by yeah by the end of the show yeah by the end of the show yeah. we'll see we'll see <laughs> I should just do I should just <laughs> since it's uh up here right now I should just change the like goal really quick and all of a sudden it just <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to put like to put like a thousand you can do it five you can leave it there if you want I I, I think I think we'll yeah oh man but yeah that is the accountability segment so well, tune in danny's, next week. danny's got a last oh, one to do oh oh my bad sorry danny i keep forgetting you're at canes i'm sorry can finish <laughs> off yeah i've got your box combo right here darian oh thank you <laughs> all right my last prediction the rock will not be the only wrestler to give the command to start engines this year Ooh. I like this one. That's probably a safe pick, actually. Yes, yes, it's a safe pick. Liv Morgan, come back. Come back, please. <laughs> come back to a racetrack. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so now, officially, 
That'll conclude the accountability segment for this portion of the show. Tune in next week to, to see if our predictions actually came true. All right. Now it's time for the Atlanta preview, the Atlanta race weekend preview, or as OGs remember me saying, Atlanta preview. OGs remember that one. Yeah. Uh, so weekend notes, uh, the, uh, oh, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, man, currently, as it stands now, they only have 33 entries and um, they can go up to 36. So still three more to go. So if anyone, uh, hey, Anyone wants to offer me a truck ride? Hey, I'm available. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. Let's do it. So Atlanta is probably the last place I would want to make my NASCAR debut right now. That place just looks overwhelming. Oh, we did it. Thank you guys so much. It'll continue. The segment will continue. Uh, Do you want to do that segment after our picks at this point? Might as well at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. All right. So the Atlanta preview. So those were the weekend notes. The Cup Series race. The the Ambetter Health 400. 260 laps in total um 60 laps for stage one 100 for stage two and then 100 at the um uh, 100 towards the end so the start time is 3 p.m eastern time you can catch it on fox and the fox sports app for radio um you can listen to it on prn slash sirius xm the weather um according to accuweather 61 degrees sunny and clear with a four percent chance of rain but this is a nascar race so eh. Let's mm. be patient. The defending race winner is Joey Logano. The Xfinity race name, the Raptor King of Tough 250. Gosh, these names. 120 laps in total, 40 laps for both stages one and two, 83 laps towards the end. Um, 5 p.m. Eastern time for the start time. Uh, you can catch it on FS1 as well as the Fox Sports app. On the radio, you can listen to it on PRN slash Sirius XM. And then the weather for Saturday, 59 degrees, sunny with a 30% chance of rain. The defending race winner is Dale Earnhardt. I, I, I mean, Austin Hill. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Get the two mixed up nowadays. Sorry about that. Oh my God. Um, the truck series race, the uh, freight. Well, hold on. I, Jared said, okay, there you go. The freight 208. There you go. Sorry. Um, now I saw it. Um, now I saw it. Um, for the uh, truck series race name, 130 laps in total, 30 laps for both stages one and two, 70 laps toward the end, 2 p.m. Eastern start time. Um, the TV networks, you can catch it on FS1 and the Fox Sports app for the radio, MRN, uh, as well as Sirius XM and the weather um, for that is the uh, same as the Xfinity series. Christian Eckitz is the defending race winner. And now for the betting odds, the betting odds on the NASCAR weekly podcast, very close. You know, it is a super speedway, so that is to be expected. Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano are tied as the odds on favorites to win this weekend at Atlanta at plus a thousand apiece. Uh, Ryan Blaney, Christopher, uh, uh, Christopher Bell and Brad Kozlowski round out the top five at plus eleven hundred each. Best of the rest, uh, William Byron and Chase Elliott, both plus 1,200, followed by Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch uh, at plus 1,400. And finally, for the best of the rest, we have Martin Trucks Jr. at plus 1,600. As for the underdogs, Bubba Wallace at plus 1,800, his teammate Tyler Reddick at plus 2,000, as well as Ross Chastain, uh, Eric Jones at plus 2,200, and Chris Busher rounds out the underdogs at plus 2500 so really quick now moving on really quick to the nwp fantasy leagues 
not only um we um we have three leagues now so the way i'm going to do it for this year um is i'm just going to combine everyone's points and then make a relative top five just of the top five overall standings um but for this though since i didn't have it ready just this one time i'll go over the top five just this one time this is one time in the main league in the cup series jeg 24 titan on youtube um fgh underscore two matt tucker in third fattest chicken in the south in fourth <laughs> and avenger um um and and oh okay and in fifth an average guy named mj well michael jordan was certainly anything but average let me put it that way um and for the xfinity series and again we're gonna have all the points totals for the entire season just a one-time deal um oh my gosh these names man m80 won't pick logano in p1 bohan um 86 <laughs> in um p2 and then Bo Jolman in P3 tied with Blasting Badge 34. And then rounding out the top five is Mitchie Miz. Yeah, thank God. I'm not I'm, I'm never reading all three again. <laughs> I'm never reading all three again. <laughs> oh man. All right. So now for the final one for the truck series one, which we had everyone, oh, oh excuse me, almost everyone play 98 in total. So thank you guys. Um, JD 105 and P1, 84 and 48 fan for life, also tied for P1 as well. Um, the, um, <laughs> the bears or, uh, or, um, as it says on here, the, um, the bebs, yeah, I don't know. The, the B is uh replacing the R. There you go. So the Bears, <laughs> I guess I was call it in uh, P3. Timmy Wolf in P4. I'm right. I'm, excuse me. And rounding out the top five is Brass Master. So yeah. So for the next portion of the show next week, I will have the top five all added because as you can see, reading all three is a bitch, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> and now moving on to the main to the main event of the show now, the pick points, Danny. The chosen one. Where you at, Denny? Where you at? You are P1. Two Acknowledge me. Acknowledge you. Yes, sir. Yes, this is sir. This a hell of a commute you have, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, but Danny V is currently in the lead with 31 points, currently sitting P1. In P2, minus six points is the chat. P3 is me, minus 12. P4 is Eric, minus 13. And rounding out, our top five, well, uh, excuse me, the only five is Jarrett at minus 17. I have so a championship. Still... Yeah, he always does <laughs> that. I got a championship. Hey, How many years that ago? damn banner. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but, but you know, looking back, was it really a championship? All you did was pick Larson out. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, all man. you did was lose <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah. I'm hanging a banner just for leading after Daytona. So. <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, yeah. Let's get into it though. All three series racing this weekend. Um, so again, the pick order goes from last to first. So basically like the NFL draft order. Uh, so Jarrett, you start us off. Who is going to win the truck series race? Kyle Busch. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. That was the easy pick. So yep, chat, you cannot pick Kyle Busch. Remember that. You cannot pick whoever um, else picks another driver. So. Well, that's okay. I wasn't going to pick Kyle Busch. He was a few slots down my list. I've got Corey Heim. Oh, I was about to pick him. Oh, man. All right. You know, what? I'll go with the safe pick here. Uh, he won last year. Uh, Christian Eckes. There you go. What's chat? What about you guys? And chat? 
I'm seeing some Ty Dillon's. No, I'm just kidding. Well, there are a few, but <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. oh wait, oh, it's actually a spam bot. I think. I'm seeing. Okay, 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 okay. I'm seeing some Thank Ben you. Rhodes, a few 99s. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, seeing a, I'm seeing a few nine. Oh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing mostly 99s now. Yeah, I think it's between 99 and 25, and I think it's definitely 99. So that's actually oh, oh 99. Sorry, that's, a, that's Rhodes. I'm sorry. Ben yeah, Rhodes. yeah. Oh, 99. Yeah, give them 99. They want 99. That's all I see. So yeah, we'll give them 99. Danny. Too easy. Back to back, Nick Sanchez. Ah, I wonder if anyone would pick Nick Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe I oh, maybe really I should have picked him again. Um, if they're not spamming, don't take somebody out for picking Ty Dillon. Of the yeah, staff. yeah. Don't. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. Don't do that. I don't just saw that. that. Yeah, yeah. Come on, y'all. Come on. Don't do that. Anyways, moving on now to the Xfinity series. Jarrett, who's gonna win? Running it back, Austin Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. Uh, good thing I had a backup plan. Jesse Love, his teammate. Y'all just took my first two. Jeez, it's, it's, you, it's, it's trouble. Tough being in the middle yeah, of the standings. It really is. In the basement. It really <laughs> is, man. It really is. But nah, I'm going to stay in the Chevy camp. But I think we'll see. Uh, I think we'll see a colleague victory here. I think we'll see a colleague one. Um, who, um, is Justin Haley racing? In this week, I is he racing this weekend? Don't think so. No. Okay. You know what? I'll go with Almondinger. There you go. Okay. I don't, I don't think Justin Haley will ever race for Colleague again. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, wait! Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, oh my God! Sorry, <laughs> guys. I, I'm so thinking I'm like, it's 2023. No. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. Oh my gosh, he's with uh, Rick Ware chat, racing now. <laughs> chats between Creed, Allgaier, and maybe Custer. Pull them up. All right, let's pull them up. Uh, what were the three again? Say it again. I think it's so, Creed, right Creed, right. Custer, and maybe Allgaier, although I don't think I'm seeing as many Allgaiers now. So, double zero, seven, uh, and Creed's number is the 18 now, correct? Yes. Okay. Although I'm not seeing many sevens, so you maybe could just do the two of them. It doesn't matter. All right. All right, let's do it. All right, so we'll let the chat. Uh, well, actually, um, we have to figure out who the chat. Yeah, we'll wait, we'll wait yeah. just a second here. We'll, we'll wait like, a little bit. We'll give it like thirty seconds. Yeah. So, Danny, you get some extra time here. Get some to extra contemplate. time. Yeah, but you got. Let's see. Oh, oh, Creed. Oh, we mm-hmm. might have to call it early here. I think. I'll give it ten, nine, nine eight, eight, seven. seven. We're a couple seconds ahead, but still five, five, four, four three, three, two, two one. Oh. Yep, and Creed, it is. And just barely yep. All, a lot of votes for the seven even though i wasn't yeah seeing a lot of- created is hey hey chat chill out with the spamming we will we will put you in timeout relax chat mm. chill out with it chill out danny all right so i just got back home uh run me through who all you had again please okay so uh hill uh creed all and, and love love yeah okay i I think I'm going to be bold here, and I'm actually going to take Sammy Smith, Junior Motorsports. Okay, okay. Hey, he's the points leader. He feeling he feeling bold. He's throwing himself. I like it. I like it. All right, all right. Cool, cool. And now to the cup picks. Not quite the winner pick, but first, who is going to suck, Jarrett? I'm going to go Kyle Larson on this one. Mm. All right. He had pretty good speed weeks by his standards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's, I guess that's true. His luck is bound to uh, to run out eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will go John Hunter Nemechek. All right. I will go with poor old 
Harrison Burton. <laughs> it's too easy. It's too easy. It's too easy. Well, uh, this one we can all have repeat picks because I think the chat's going to yeah, Harrison as well. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give him Burton. Danny? Hello. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Carson Hosfar on this one. All right. All right. And now, Jarrett, give me your underdog. Who's your underdog for this weekend's race at Atlanta? I'll go Corey LaJoy. Mm. I'll go with a different Spire guy. I actually will go with Hosevar. He is young, but we didn't really get the chance to see what he could do in the 500. He qualified and raced well in his du- duel, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll go with the Spire guy as well, but it's Zane Smith. Oh. And the chat, uh, I saw it. Well, seven's by the same one. Um, I don't know. Give him, I don't know. I've seen a bunch of numbers. I'll just give him the, uh, I see couple of Eric Jones there. There you go. We'll give him Eric Jones, Jones. or LaJoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you give me either oh, one. Oh, well, you know what? You know, give him LaJoy. There you go. There you go. Danny? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with Austin Cendrick. Okay. Oh, okay. He did do well. Daytona. He did. He did. He did. All right. Props on. And now, everyone, it's time for the main event. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? at atlanta jared there's two guys who have been far and away the better ones at atlanta uh <laughs> since this new redesign basically i'm gonna go with one of them joey logano okay joey logano is a safe pick i'm gonna go with a, a one a little outside of the the box if you will but I was impressed with the way he played the strategy. He was aggressive blocking up front late in the daytona 500 i'll go ross chastain all right. Denny Hamlin, bring me home. Bring me to the top of the leaderboard. Denny Hamlin. And the chat. Nope, you can't pick the 11. <laughs> I, I saw a lot of nines. All right. But I don't Let's know see. if they went away for anything. Mm, okay. Let's see if they come back. I, I see, see six and nine. Ooh. Nice. Six, yeah, uh, six nine pole, perhaps? I, I think pull Brad and versus Elliot. Yeah. 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 Six oh, nine. Look, it's looking a lot like Brad, so I don't know. Are you? Okay. I let you do a poll. I think you could do it. All a right. Poll. Yep. Six nine. There you go. Six nine, six, nine, nine nice on it. <laughs> I just put six nine and I put six nine. <laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep it simple. But we'll find out very quickly, I'm sure, who will uh get the win in this poll. Well um oh, well. Mm-hmm. Okay, 58, 56 for Brad so pretty far. Pretty close, pretty close. Okay, okay. All right, uh, Eric, uh, uh, count down again. Uh, All right, I'll uh, count 10, us down. All right. Nine, nine, eight, eight seven, seven, six, six five, five, 23, four, three, <laughs> three, two, one. Happy New Year! Yeah. Congratulations, Chet. You have bad Brad Keselowski. There you mm. go. Danny? Bard? <laughs> Okay, I was in the middle of changing. So they they took Brad. Who'd you guys get again? I took Hamlin. Justine. Justine. Logano. Okay. I can't pick a four because of my prediction. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did any of you say Kyle Bush? No, we did not. No. I'll take him. There you go. There you go. Taking him where? (laughs) (laughs) Kyle Bush just landed right in Danny B's lap. But yeah, Mm. so that will conclude the uh, pick portion segment of the show. Let's see how all of our picks do uh, next week. Uh, so really quick, guys, uh, do we want to do the driver segment thing now or the super chat thing? Let's do, 
Let's do the driver segment. Segment. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. All right. I will and remember chat. If y'all get to 500 likes, prove me wrong. All right. So I just turned off the chat over here too. Um, my phone is right here. It's um face down. I am looking at nothing. I see nothing except you fine folks. All right. Do your worst, Jared. Let's go. All right. You guys, you guys are y'all being honest with me, right? Yeah, yep. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm not nothing. looking at the chat. Nothing. I may Jeez. have phone uh, face yep. down. <laughs> okay. Start off. This random driver is a Kansas City native. So, oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. Like okay. actually Kansas City or like Clint Boyer, you know, he's from Emporia. That's kind of close Kansas to Kansas City. Kansas City, Kansas okay. side, not okay. the Missouri side. Okay. 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 Uh this random driver is listed on their LinkedIn as a motivational speaker. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. Thinking a few people. Everyone's putting Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll motivate you. All right. Yeah, really, really. Uh, I I literally just confirmed it to not Boyer for me. So. <laughs> this random driver owns a land speed record in a stock car at over 220 miles per hour. Ooh. In a stock car? Mm-hmm. Not a NASCAR race car, but like just but a, a stock a, car. Kind of stock car. Hmm. The only person I'm thinking of, I thought they were from Michigan. Hmm. I just saw some put hot rod in the chat. (laughs) This random driver has built their own team up and brought it up through the ranks of NASCAR in their career, owning it now for 33 years and counting. Like still actively owning it. That's not who I was thinking of then. Uh, This random driver has never in that career made a NASCAR cup series start. Okay. Okay. Right. Only Narrative. Xfinity and trucks. Right. I just who's from Kansas? All I can think of is <laughs> Clint Boyer. Okay. This random driver in the Xfinity and Truck series has a combined two hundred sixty-three starts and one top ten. Oh, okay. Oh, poor guy. This random driver's best NASCAR points finish was 16th in the truck series. Seems familiar. Has the chat gotten it right yet, Jarrett? A few have. Oh, my God. They're using, they're Googling it or something. I don't know. Yeah, we disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, we were way disadvantage. Because um, I feel I like if you just looked up that land speed record, you would find it. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's the, you could yeah. just Google that. Yeah. This um, random driver started their Xfinity career in 2004 and trucks in 2008. Okay. Four trucks in a week. How old is? Oh, no, I just I'm starting to just want to make a guess, but I don't. You got three. I don't, Y'all got three. I, I yeah. know. I know. I just. Uh, you say Kansas, and that's what's throwing me a loop. I have no idea who's from Kansas. I'm just gonna forget that clue even existed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this random driver has drove Chevys, Fords, Dodges, and Toyotas. All right, that was a waste of a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna make a guess, and I think it's gonna be wrong though, just because I know that he's built up a team. Wait, never know. No, I'm gonna I'm not gonna make that because he's made a cut start. Nope. Yeah, not. never mind. <laughs> Who's had a team for thirty? Still has a team for thirty three years. Yeah. Didn't say it was all in NASCAR. Just up through yeah. the ranks of racing. Okay. Okay. 
This random driver has 84,000 Facebook followers, 56,000 on Twitter, and 21,000 on Instagram. That was specific. He's a motivational speaker. I don't know where he's from. Bill Venturini. No. (laughs) I don't know if he drove, I'll be honest. (laughs) This random driver has been publicly promoted and supported, but never sponsored majorly on a car by Bush Beer. It's like a small sponsorship yeah. for Bush Beer. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah I got my head full of Kevin. <laughs> yeah, you know, got my head spinning. Yeah, I don't just... Bush Beer also at one point in 2022 tweeted at this driver: "It's hot. You're hot. Drink Bush Light." <laughs> who who that, are they? That, that who are they like interacting a... with besides like? Kevin and and those uh, girls that they were with for a second. Yeah, oh yeah, that was for a second. Oh, God, now, I keep going. This random driver has had a video, just one single video, made about them by Eric. How did you look that Eric. up? I went through the weeds. <laughs> Damn, Eric, who is it? Who? I don't know. Who the hell is it? <laughs> like, like, was it like a dedicated? I don't do that many dedicated videos about yeah. like one person. I mean, sometimes I do. It's like the main topic, I guess. Mm. Now, I also decided to sift through our Twitter accounts. Oh, Eric boy. has tweeted about this driver once. Oh. Darian three times. Though Danny and I have never tweeted about this driver on our Twitter account. <laughs> mm. I really don't know you. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Three times, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I really You've never been I, in five NASCAR drivers you forgot about. Yeah, <laughs> that this, right. this one might narrow it down. This All random right. driver was in Daytona this past weekend. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't say they raced this weekend. Yeah, they were there. So yeah. That, but they were there. So I'm trying to think who might have been there. Matt Kenseth was there. I did see him, but yeah. he's, that's not him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's never racing the Cup Series, Eric. No, he's, <laughs> he's a zero-time winner fraud. Uh, damn. All right. It's definitely not for communities. I'm trying to think of, like, who would Jarrett have for sure seen? Like, because Jarrett wasn't there. So there had been, like, a Twitter post about this driver, like, sitting on the pit box or something. Or driver <laughs> slash owner, because this is also an owner. I'm waiting for someone to make. Yeah, it this is this is a buy. Um, Eric's the only one so far. All right, all right. Um, one more, and then I promise I'll make a guess. One more. Me and too. I'll I promise I'll it. guess. Yeah, on yeah. This next one. I promise. This random driver has worked with both Vikings cornerback Fred Smoot and Bengals wide receiver Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Next. No, I, I promise I have to make a guess. guess. I have to make a guess now. Oh my god! And now, nah, Eric, you guess first. Now, nah, Eric, you guess first. I have no idea. I've already burned a guess. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I don't. I have no uh, idea. All right, the uh, the uh, Bob Carl- Keselowski. Nah, Ka- I no, guess that last <laughs> Carl Long. You're both wrong. Damn yeah. it! That's a nice rhyme, though. Yeah, I, I, right. I got a guess too. I'll, I'll go up that. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on his name. He got the pole award in the Arca race. Gosh, what was it? Mullins. Yeah, Mullins. Is it right? Mullins? No. Mullins. Is his name Willie? Is that what it is? Is it Willie Mullins? I think so. I think so. Yeah. All right. So Eric, you've had two guesses. Right? I got one guess left. So you guys right. got to carry the torch. Has, is the right. chat like 
laughing at us yet, Jared? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> can, can can you ask the chat for us which clue is like the biggest giveaway? That which clue oh, should there, we be? I'm like, sure it's got me the land speed record. Or, yeah, there are plenty, and that was not uh, it. All right, I keep going, bro. Keep. Uh, let's see. This random driver shares part of their name with their father. Wouldn't that be wait? Would that be his last name? Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Not last name. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Not last name. Well, obvious, okay. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. But yeah. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm driving. It's like, it's like, hey, did you know that Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt <laughs> Earnhardt. Same last name? Are they related? <laughs> you know what I mean. I think uh, I know what you mean. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right, one more, and then I'll guess the second time. One more. One more. This random driver has been featured in only one NASCAR game. Ooh. Yeah, so he's the ultra. It's rare. It so it would have been like in the mid 2000s when they would put more. Well, no, I guess they've had Xfinity and trucks yeah. in recent games. Never mind. But if you're in a truck, it was rare for you to get in there. Huh? They had a lot more just randos. Mm-hmm. Well, this is one of the newer ones because they had a lot of guys in it. See, my head hurts now. Seriously. <laughs> my head hurts. Running out of clues, y'all. How I, many clues do you have left? How many clues, uh, bro? As I skipped one on this side. He's gonna be like, this driver drives this car right now. Yeah. Uh we're getting down to like the last five or six. Oh okay. god. Okay. All right, y'all. All right, keep going. Keep this I gotta save my last yeah. This random driver is one of the most famous starting parkers in NASCAR history. Oh, I liked my car long pick for a second there. But maybe I not don't for know. the reason you think. I, I don't know if you're oh, a crap star, but oh, is it Mike Harmon? No. Nope. Kevin LePage? No. Oh! You each have one left, right? Oh, yeah. oh he made it. He, oh, he, he did make a cup start. Oh, I'm an idiot. All right. All right. We each have one left. Right. The chat is telling me a, a hint I need to give, and I'm like, no, that's a giveaway. Yeah. I, I, don't I just that. realized I wish it was my karma to think that he would have a land speed record. <laughs> For real. <laughs> this random driver has a major charity now set up for helping women in and out of the military. <laughs> A good cause. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Wait. Oh, I might have. No, I need. I'm gonna wait because I don't think you guys are close. All right, you might be closer than us. All right, keep going. Keep going. This random driver also has been instrumental for women in NASCAR. I gotta guess. What you got? Jennifer Jo Cobb. Correct. I oh! thought of it right before he said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was she i forget wait has she really had been a team for 30 years yeah that's the see when you there's yeah there's, so, there's that was something you said bro. earlier that made me think like danny said something i was like wait maybe it could be a woman and then i was like oh who's on the team and i was I'm like an idiot bro I, her name oh, came up early God. on and then i was like i don't know if she's from kansas no, yeah. when you guys now, when you guys oh. were like well, when Danny was like, Bush Beard, right. Harvick, Chastain, or those women, I'm just like, no, poker face yeah. time, poker My face bad. time. <laughs> yeah, that, that was actually, that was the one. When you mentioned the Bush Beard, I was like, they did wow. that whole campaign for like yeah. drivers a couple of years yeah. ago. That's what yep. made me think of yeah. it. Yeah. I had to get, I was like watching myself on the screen, <laughs> making sure I kept my poker face. Bro. Because did yeah, she is. Yeah, it did. It did. She is from Kansas. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. When oh. you said, I'm like, oh, that's right. 
But the thing is, yes, we do know who Jennifer Joe Cobb is, but it's the way Jarrett sets it up. He's good. He's great with it. Yeah. Seriously. I'm, lo- I'm going back and I'm yeah. going back and scrolling through the chat. Oh, they're clowning that. us, dude. Yeah, yeah. Was these idiots. She was in NASCAR the game 2011. She yep. was. That's right. Oh, she was in the so, show. Right, I thought right. she was in once after that when I had actual trust. No, in the games. no, mm-hmm. no. So right. there were Ooh. a couple others uh, left on here. There was one that this random driver was famous for as a start and parker for refusing to start and park. Oh, I would have gotten it. I would have gotten yeah. it after that. I did a yeah. video on that. Hey, what's up, Noah? What's up? I would have gotten Jags, it. Did, Jags have Jags I done a video on Jennifer Yeah, and the the last hint I was going to give is this random driver has only entered one cup race and was rejected by NASCAR. That's right. That was oh, the one, yeah. that was my ace That would have definitely given it away. Yeah, yeah mm. if you guys didn't get it, that would have been what, what I would have had as the last one. Like, Damn. first one to yell it. Now, listen, you guys, if you guys all know at the same time, just like blurt it out and whoever gets it first mm. gets it. <laughs> we'll go back to the scoring loop. <laughs> whoever said it first <laughs> at the time of caution. Oh, man. But that was awesome, dude. But Great job. Is when we hit the button, not when it comes right. up. Yes, but great job, Chad. Thank you guys for the 400 likes I goal. Up, I brought up that she, it was a driver in, in a cup, I should say, the cup game. Yeah. Yeah. Cup in yeah. The game. But anyways, that'll conclude this edition of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Join us next week on February 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday night as we will be going live and going over the Atlanta triple header on the Icebergs channel as well as looking forward to the Las Vegas triple header. And Danny B will still be your points later when we walk out of Atlanta. That, that to be determined. We'll see. <laughs> that to be you determined. You know what I realized this year? It what? is going to be so much more difficult for somebody to sweep a weekend. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. It may not even happen. It may not. Yeah. But hey, mm. if it does happen, it'll feel even more sweeter than before. Hey, y'all got until the end of the theme song to get to 500 likes or yep. not. Yep, yep. Less than, less than I 30. I don't think you're I don't think you're good enough to do it, chat. Yep, less than 30, just saying. But but anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. This is Black Flags Matter. Catch you next time. Goodbye. Drivers! Is the theme song over yet?